7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is a idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, it's staycation, everyone. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, the Tuesday edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for Humans, and uh, soon to have our music license back. Yay! I'm working on it right now as we speak. Uh, not at this moment, but I have uh, plans within plans. <laughs> uh, I just got to wrap my head around some technical shit, and uh, we should have music back this week. And Timby, this is my pizza, not yours. Go away. Um, so, uh, <laughs> of course, joining me at, <laughs> on the program, uh, as mostly always, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks. I have a little public service announcement just before we start. Okay. Uh, there is going to be a, a popcorn shortage very mm. soon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, please, everybody listening and in the chat, um, get out there and buy all the popcorn off the shelves in the supermarkets you can, because once Rudy gets in front of uh, Lindsey Graham's uh, committee, yeah, and uh, uh, the Kamala Harris interrogation is going to eat up your popcorn uh, 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 supply, believe me. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, PSA. <laughs> And, of course, uh, my sister from another, Mr. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, uh, uh, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Hello, Rain. Hi. No collusion. No collusion. You're the puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> no puppet. <laughs> no quid pro quo. No quid pro quo. You're the quid pro quo. You're the quid pro quo. <laughs> yes. And, um, Okay. Yeah. So my computer, my computer is absolutely sucking tonight, everybody. So hopefully everything goes well. We'll see what happens. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. Yeah. So anyway, it's pretty clear. <laughs> I just love that Clinton's still so cool and collected in there, and he's like freaking out. Uh, speaking of freakouts, no. my God. Yeah. Okay. So um, well, let me start off with some some anecdotes before we uh, before we get into the news. Um, well, first of all, I had a great time with uh, Kenny Pick Sr. on Saturday because the uh, what is usually only open on Fridays, I believe, and sometimes other like Wednesdays or something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Fridays is the big day for something called the Rogers Sale, which I believe still holds the record as being Ohio's largest open-air flea market. Um, and... Susan and I uh, went down there, uh, crack of dawn. Not not the crack of dawn. We got that uh, down there around eight thirty or nine or something like that. Um, and uh, and uh, Dad uh, drove us down, and uh, uh, we uh, went 
and trucked around for you know good three hours i think you know uh, so i'm really proud of dad too because you know he was fine the whole time he got a lot of exercise in and very good you know and um and we found some really cool stuff i posted pictures over on facebook if anybody wants to see this stuff we got i was really proud of the uh the seven up the old seven up crate that i got did you guys see that i did i did but I didn't see a carousel horse. It was very no. did not see. <laughs> There's an inside <laughs> joke for everybody. Um, but uh, yes, we we. Uh, I, I where were you? You that was uh, that was that big antique uh, fest. Brimfield, Massachusetts. Brimfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, and you you sent a picture of a carousel horse, and Rain and I started get to try and guess the price of it. Well, we did it yeah. on the show, didn't we? Do it on the show. Maybe. I think we did it on the show. I think we did. Yeah, that's not an inside joke. That's an outside joke. Oh, okay. It's an outside yeah. joke. Yeah, the carousel, the carousel itself oh. is an on the carousel joke. It's I know an outside joke. Yeah, I know how how I got mixed up. It was an outside joke, but we used our inside voices. That's how I got mixed up. <laughs> that's it. So. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but the, at one point though, we we Susan and I have been looking for. Um, a tamp, you know what a tamping tool is, both of you. It's uh, a big maybe, yes. maybe. Yes, I do. I do. It is like a big flat. Um, it's mm. like um, it, it has a big metal plate on the bottom, and it has like a shovel handle that goes straight down into the middle of it, and basically mm. use it to pound down the earth. It's kind of like a um oh um a vertical hammer for the earth. <laughs> Yeah, it's a flat so. plate. We used to. I used to work on construction, road construction. Mm-hmm. We used to use it to tamp down uh, pavement. You know, asphalt. Well, well, mm. well we weren't. That sounds we, like ha- something Trump wanted to use with yeah. Stormy. Uh, oh yeah. well. Oh uh, what? Uh, uh, no, God, no, please, no. <laughs> um, and too much uh, too soon on a Tuesday. It is. Uh, I I would say yeah. It's too much. <laughs> So, so because we're doing a lot of landscaping right now, we've got a lot of uneven earth that we need to level off or angle, you know, for, you know, we're, we're doing stuff. So, and I actually used it today, but, but the thing was, we, we were looking for a tamp and we didn't find one until the very end uh, of the, the out, you know, the outdoor part. And then there were barns and stuff, but it was so funny because we were looking at this guy and he had all these tools. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them fell off a truck, if you know what I mean. Um, mm. but this, this like real fucking crazy duck dynasty looking redneck motherfucker. And, um, and it, he had them listed for the smaller one, which is what we wanted, uh, 25 and then the larger one, 35. So dad pulls out his phone and he's like, you know, uh, let me, let me look up, you know, see what the regular price is. And, um, and I think they were like 30 or something like that. Um, but, uh, so Susan goes over and tries to offer the guy 23, you know, try to get a little discount, you know. And this guy's like, I saw him looking it up on his phone. I saw him. And I mean, almost sounded exactly like that. Did you <laughs> do the, I, duck, the duck I, voice? <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. Oh, but, uh, but and, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just like, I'm like laughing because this guy's like such a freak. And, you know, nobody acts like that. None of the vendors there act like that. And he's like, and he, then he looks at my dad and he's like, how much was it on the phone? <laughs> and dad says, and dad says 25 at Home Depot. 
and and uh, he's like, "How much?" He says, "25 at Home Depot." <laughs> and then the guy starts muttering something. Well, it's all that at Lowe's, and Susan's like, "All right, here, 25." And we take the tamp and walk away. But I was just like, I was like, "Oh my God, the redneck price police were after us." <laughs> <laughs> How much was it on the phone? <laughs> on the phone. Come on, on the phone. How much? I was saw him look it up on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what a rude jackass! I mean, what? You've never fucking done that? Oh, maybe you know you can't use it with your your tin can and string phone. You know, maybe yeah. he's got a little phone envy. Uh, <laughs> and we so I just kept laughing about it. I was like, <laughs> so all the rest of the day, I just kept saying, "That's how you look it up on the phone." <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, wow. Nothing. I would have done the same thing. I would have just walked around being like, "How much is that on the phone?" Excuse me. Excuse me, Mister Bender. Have, don't you have? How much? Excuse me, don't you have a price guarantee? Yeah. <laughs> got a w- warranty program. How much was it on the phone? That's how I'm, how about, that's how I'm how looking about, up. How about Amazon? <laughs> oh. You get it for 20 bucks on Amazon. There you go. Yeah. So what the fuck ever. He needed the five, the 25 more than we did. So, did you, know, you get cause... the tamp stamp to go with it? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> But I cracked a vertebrae. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I put it to good use today. But yeah, I just handy. I used to have one. <laughs> Gave I it just, to my neighbor because I did all the tamping I'm gonna do. Yeah. Oh, living's right too. I should have said something about Trump after that. So because I I have a very very uh, uh, I'm, I'm certain that this guy voted for for Trump. But yeah, he had a, uh, he must have been from West Virginia or something because he had a real real hillbilly accent. How much word on the phone? So, he might have even said how much word on the phone. He was so dumb. How much word? word how much, how word? much word word on the phone? It could have been word of word word. My word. pappy always said never use a man what uses an iPhone. <laughs> Don't tap me down. Don't tap me down. Chris. <laughs> See, thank uh, you. Yeah. Gross. And by the way, it's it, it is it, uh, the 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 word is gruss that they say there. I believe gruss. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, no. somebody corrected me on it because I always thought it was Bruce. I thought and, it was a Bruce. And somebody somebody corrected me on it, and I looked at it. I'm like, it's not gruss, and I was like, oh, it is. Oh shit. So. Oh well, Kenny Pink got some lyrics wrong again. Oh. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, Welcome yeah. to my world, my brother. Oh, isn't there a, isn't you don't know the half of it with me. About misheard lyrics. What's that? There's a website about misheard lyrics. Yeah, there is. There is. Um, there was, a, you know, there was a com- there was a comedian. I, I don't know who it was, but there was a comedian who had a sketch uh, where he talked about misheard lyrics and. Um, mm. And he, he said that he thought, and I know it was a joke, but he's like, yeah, help me, Rhonda. I always got the lyrics messed up on, uh, on that because he, he said, uh, well, since you put me down, there's been owls puking in my bed. <laughs> oh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> he had to. <laughs> that couldn't be right. Um, 
owls puking in my bed. Oh, that would be adorable watching a bunch of owls puke in a bed. Ew. So, well, <laughs> I always thought it was Bruce. Yeah, it's uh, I thought it was Spruce. Yeah, gr- gr- uh, Bobber says Gruss as in the German word for greeting. I guess See? I don't know. Gruss. So yeah, Bruce like the the Christmas tree. Um, which we'll didn't to... make sense either. Spruce. Yeah. Spruce. Don't so, bring me down. Gruss. Gruss. Did you look it up? I did. I did. I did. But I always thought it was. Bruce. Yeah, I thought he was talking about a <laughs> guy named Bruce that Bruce. he didn't want to have brought. That's back. what I. It's. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, I was like, "Who well, is this Bruce the guy?" Line is that nobody needs to tamp you down, yeah. Bruce? Oh, I, I know the one. Bruce. I was. I know the site I was thinking of. <laughs> Kissthisguy.com. Oh, of nice. Course. Yes, it, it's it, and the 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 website is after. Excuse me, while I kiss this guy. From yep. Hendrix, yeah. Yes, yes, and that's that's the name of the uh, the site, uh, kissthisguy.com. and it's all misread lyrics. We're gonna have to. Everybody's check doing that out. it now. I bless the grains down in Africa. <laughs> I bless the grains down in Africa. Um. Yes. Yes. Let's see. Survivor, I can't hold back. Let's see. Reach out uh, to vote the bus. Jeremy's <laughs> voting for president. Or <laughs> 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 uh, Annie, are you voting? Michael Jackson, smooth criminal. Annie, are you voting? Annie, are you voting? Yeah. Are you voting, yeah. Annie? Yeah, there you go. So, uh... I'm still light. Metallica enters in. Oh, no. Is that a real thing? Yes. No, that one I've never heard of. I'm still light. Still light. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, there you go. There's a. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I can't get distracted by that. But, yeah, so so we're working on, um, we're working on a, a lot of projects right now uh, around the estate. So that's, uh, you know, I, I confused Adam with that earlier because I was saying we we're working around the estate because we're <laughs> working on so many things right now. It's just the easiest word to use because if I say house, then I leave out the garage and the yard, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I did so much today. Um, and, well, Sunday, too. Well, last night I did a lot. Uh, we have these. Uh, I'm really excited about this, but... Um, we have we got these big light boxes um you know just like huge light boxes like i don't know you you would love these things rain they're you know uh but we had them and we were using them for our crafting area but we didn't they were just sitting on the on the ground and so i got the ladder out and i hoisted them up into the rafters of the garage last night and oh. so we've got these two great big light boxes shining down the lighting is so much better now and and then of course i went to harbor freight today because i was like all i have is a 50 or 25 foot extension cord to run through these things so i went to harbor freight and found a 10 foot cord that's the shortest one i could find um because it needed to be grounded um and uh, i know you can find like six footers for for little ones or three you can even find three foot ones for just like the you know the household 
extension cords, which I hate. I hate those little brown and white ones. Those are awful. Um, yes. <laughs> and, but I have a ton of them, though, you know, because of the, the way we don't have enough outlets in the right places in this house because it was built in 1940. And that not all, some of the outlets were updated, some weren't. But, um, uh, but yeah, so so I, I did that last night. That was a huge thing. Um, and then, of course, we got possession of the Dragon Boat drum, uh, the big festival drum again. This guy, Spencer, is like, I'm leaving the country. Here, take this back. And I'm like, son of a... Sailor he's man. leaving the country? Yeah, he his family's uh, from Thailand, so he's like going back to Thailand or something. His family's oh, buying okay. an island in Thailand. <laughs> so, oh, fun. So, I yeah, I'd, I'd move to an island with my family. It'd be fun. Um, and, and uh, yeah, and, uh, so, yeah, so we're doing that. And then um, we got a bunch of cinder blocks uh, from next door because they were like, we we had extra cinder blocks. We don't need them. The construction guys were really cool. And they're like, you can go ahead and take them. And then Susan got a couple extras uh, the other day because we're, we're, we made a, a platform next to the patio. Basically, it's just a bunch of cinder blocks stacked up with a, a big piece of plywood on top of it so I can put my camping stove on that. And then I another smaller platform with cinder blocks to put the propane tank on. So, you know, uh, for the clam bake. So, so we did that. And, um, uh, we, and, and we're in the middle of, like, leveling and doing the landscaping, putting rocks and gravel down and stuff like that. I scrubbed down. Oh, God. I'm telling you what. I buy anything but white plastic lawn chairs people <laughs> yep god damn yep i mean nah. you know i scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed in like the tree sap then mm -hmm. you know just oh mm -hmm. god just they're just mm -hmm. so discolored and i mean i got them i i, I did three of them today because we have six of them and i'm like that's all i'm scrubbing i'll do three today i'll do three tomorrow uh, and I was soaked too. I like looked down and I didn't realize how wet I was getting because I sprayed out the coolers, I hosed down the grill because uh, our ve vegetarian friends are going to be using the grill. So I wanted to get you know as much meat essence out of it as possible. Um, you know, I, I hosed down all the stuff. I clean, I hosed down buckets just you know because we had all these buckets that had been cruddy uh, from when we had the crappy garage. Um, and you know, I just hosed down everything and then I looked down and I'm like, shit, it looks like I pissed myself. <laughs> so I'm like, I wasn't even paying attention. I was soaking what I was getting. And then, uh, yeah. So we just did all kinds of, just all kinds of stuff like that. It, our backyard looks like we're having a yard sale. Let so, me tell <laughs> you, my, my, I'm in the same boat. We have, we have a junk guy coming on Monday because we're yeah. going to paint our garage. So we're, everything's piled in the garage. Everything from the whole house, the backyard, everything's piled in. And let me tell you something about white plastic chairs. The guy that's coming Monday is where they go. Good. Huh. Yep. Yeah. In, the, after, in a truck uh, that goes to the junkyard. Yeah. These were, we didn't pay for these things. These were something somebody put out on the curb. So they already oh, had a fair yeah. amount of staining. They already had a fair amount of staining. And, mm. you know, and we'd hose them off and clean them off every year. Um, but I got this stuff called Barkeep's Barkeeper's Friend. It's like oh, a that's amazing. Know, that stuff is amazing. 
it took off a lot, but it's still there's so much staining on them. It's you know, I mean, they are clean enough that nobody's going to get anything on their clothes. But there's yeah. you know, they're so discolored. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I said, I don't know. Does this qualify shabby chic, Susan? So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if it makes you feel any better, we mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of green chairs free yeah. too, mm-hmm. and such. Yeah, green green doesn't it doesn't weather well either. I uh, I got to think it looks a little bit better than the white. Yeah, yeah. I I did away with all my plastic chairs years ago mm-hmm. uh, because of that. They they look nice when you first put them out. Yeah, and then over the years they there's a certain black stain that gets on them that you just no matter what you do you can't mm-hmm. i tried bleach and every nothing oh yeah. dad says armor all to clean plastic chairs i tried oh my god bob I, said that I, about ours i tried oh. armor all though it didn't work on mine oh okay because I, 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 I don't know like it didn't work on mine honest to god we've had these things since we've owned the house simple green too i yeah. tried simple green We've had these things since we owned the house, and and honestly, you know what I want, which I absolutely love, is the old school full folding lawn chairs that, and we have plenty of room to hang them up, you know, in the garage, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just the, the ones, ones with the, the woven, the woven yeah, the like stuff? the lat the lattice kind of nylon, yes. you know, because we we got a I don't know if I if, if I've ever shown it to you guys, we found it Target a really cool like red white and blue love seat made like that. Oh, uh, it's like got a red, white, and blue plaid kind of thing. I'll have to take a picture of that. Um, and and uh, oh, you can make patriotic love. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, but that's... it's like yeah. it's like a two seater <laughs> love seat in that same fun, exact vintage fun, style. Mm. And uh, really fun, fun, sexy time. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry, you're calling me out for a drop there. So there you uh, go. Yeah, there what you a go. fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. Um, but you know what I really love, and I only have one, but I want to get more of them, is those wooden folding chairs that, like, have the slats on the seats in the back. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. They're, they're really cool, kind of, you know, I guess maybe 60s. I have found one at a, at a furniture resale shop for, like, five bucks, and I was like, mine, it's my favorite chair. They're so comfortable. And, uh, you know, I mean, they're the ones that, you know, they have in churches or whatever back in the day, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I love those things, but yeah, I, you know, after this party, I'm going to get these chairs, the best condition I can get them before the party. And then after that, I'm going to see if Susan will let me put them out on the curb at the beginning of November. Cause that's large item pickup the first Tuesday of the month, folks. Don't oh, just put hey. shit out randomly. Know the schedule. Um, so how many people are coming to your clam bake? Well, it's mostly for Susan's Dragon Boat friends um, and uh, or teammates, I should say, and friends. Um, uh, but I think uh, we're we're anticipating probably about twenty, something like that. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds so, like a lot of fun. Yeah, there there could be more, give or take. I don't know. I mean, we did not invite a ton of people. This was just you know. Because Susan's teammates kept bugging her and saying, when's, when's Ken going to have another garage party? Because they all came to the last one and had a lot of fun. So, um, And we didn't cook for that one. We just got uh, pizza and chicken from this place called Giannino's. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this time, you know, got my clams ordered from Seven Seas. Uh, I'm going to pick them up on Saturday. And, yeah, and we might get Jack Frost donuts for dessert because I was thinking about, I actually had a dream 
about a dessert that I wanted to make, Rain. I was thinking about making... Uh -huh. I, had a, I had a dream about making um, a pumpkin bread pudding. Huh. Ooh. And then making sweet gravy. I don't know if I've heard this somewhere before, if sweet gravy is a thing. Well, there was the chocolate gravy that... Um, who brought that to the party, to your party? Was that Sandy? Uh, I... Think it? Yes, it was Sandy. Yeah. Yes. So I, so I was thinking, I was, I, I literally dreamt this that I was gonna make a roux like I would make a regular gravy, and then make like a vanilla sweet gravy to put over the the pumpkin. Uh, you know, I, 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 I had it all worked out in my head. This recipe, it, you know, again in a dream, a it's recipe a dream. from a dream. Um. So yeah. Um, and what, what's this? Meow Goodness says, get lifetime folding chairs. They stand up even, uh, to my bulk. So I don't know. I'll have to look for those. I haven't seen, seen those. So, but yeah, we have so many chairs. It's stupid, but they're all, it's like, it's like a, a menagerie. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a mosaic of chairs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, we've got, you know, I have like these old school chairs, these like high school chairs that uh, we found a long time ago. They like have a really thick, there's a blue one and a red one and they're like metal and they have these like really blue thick kind of some kind of plastic seat, you know, for, and like back. And uh, we have the, all you know, the six white plastic lawn chairs. We've got the, the two folding black chairs that go with. No, four folding black chairs that go with this, um, this uh, table we have that matches. It's like a, a metal kind of, uh, it's like a diamond pattern lattice. I mean, so so the tabletop, it you know, it has holes in it. You know, it's like a, what do you want to call it? Like a, almost like a, I don't know, it just has holes in it. You know, so it's like it's not a it's it's not a flat piece of metal. It's it's metal with like a you know a diamond pattern with cutouts it i i don't know almost like a a screen but with wider oh god i'm i'm describing it horribly i'm just gonna have to take a picture of it <laughs> so but yeah i mean just so many you know so many freaking chairs you know and but so we we got plenty and then of course we're uh we have a tent that we're going to use too for the party and we'll set that up kind of close to where the fire pit is but I'm going to have to try and gauge where the wind is going to be coming from that day because I don't want people to get choked out by the fire pit. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah, we've got a lot of work to do, but uh, today was a, a big, wet, dirty mess <laughs> with uh, hosing wet, everything down. Dirty asshole? What? Don't we have a clip of big, wet, dirty... Uh, no, we don't have. Wait, wait. And this one time uh, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. No, yeah, it was a garden hose today. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, those those are those have been my my adventures. To, yeah, those have been my yeah, something like that. Yeah, power enema. Yeah. <laughs> power enema. <Yeah. laughs> the fire hose enema. No. Uh, <laughs> wrecked him, nearly killed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new punchline, a, a new lead up to to a great punchline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wrecked him, nearly killed him. Uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, the uh, the 
Uh, yeah, that, so we, we today, you know, we did a lightning round shopping uh, thing. We went to Harbor Freight, uh, bought a few things I needed there. Uh, what was the big purchase there? I'm trying to remember. Something important that we needed. Some storage boxes. Uh, God, I don't even know. It was just a little bunch of bric-a-brac shit we needed. Batteries. It's um, like a tool man's Disney World. It really is. It's fun. And they just expanded the store, too. So they had even more stuff than usual. And, uh, yeah, so we went there. We got stuff. I spent, I don't know, like 60 bucks there or something. Then we ran to uh, B.A. Sweetie, the candy store, because Susan uh, was looking for something. And I got some Zero Bars. That's right, Rudy. You- <laughs> zero. Yeah, I got some Zero <laughs> Bars, which I love, and some Mallow Cups, which I love. Um uh-huh. And uh, mallow cups are delicious. They are so good. You know, you know I'm diabetic, don't you? I do and know you're diabetic. My sugar, my sugar is rising as you're talking here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you just broke my meter. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so we went there. It that's a crate. It's like a candy warehouse. They have all kind, all the old shit that you can't find anymore. Uh, everybody's favorite Necco wafers. <laughs> oh, um, Bob loves them. Joe, be nice. They don't have they don't have colored sugar drops on paper, do they? Okay, okay. Uh, I think they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, they're oh, they're oh, called I, acid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. It looks like a ribbon of dots. Uh, yeah, I think they just call them uh, candy buttons <clears throat> or something like that. Before we go to break. Oh, and then real quick, and then we went to Menards. Save more money at Menards, and I bought a folding uh, six-foot table because we needed one of those. Oh, those are good to have. Yeah. We definitely. we now have three of them. Yeah, I, I can imagine we'll keep buying them, you know, buying them. Maybe. <laughs> they're, they're really good to have. So. But I, can I just throw this out there before yep. we go to break? I know yep. we talked about your party, and I really wish I could be out there for your party because I want the clan. I want the Cleveland Steamers. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, they come uh, out of Lake, Lake Erie. No, no. Okay. As of six thirty-seven today, it was confirmed that Trey Gowdy has accepted an offer to serve as an outside counsel. Oh, to you Trump. still. You stole my thunder. I didn't steal your thunder. Well, I didn't you know stole that you tra- had thunder to be stolen. <laughs> yeah, I had a, a breaking. I, <laughs> I had okay. a breaking story. I actually right, felt well. Joe's thunder coming in the air. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, but yeah, Trey yeah, I forget, Trey I Gowdy is joining I, the the Trump oh, train. Oh yeah, isn't that? Well, I'm he has sorry, a lot of experience. Yeah, <clears throat> he has a lot of experience. In uh, those uh, legitimate uh, inquiries that go on and on and on and on and on and on and never produce anything. Yeah, well. Well, let me tell you what. I hate (laughs) that. Oh, he's got another. We got another voice. Boy, Uh we got a big chat room. (laughs) Well, hey, everybody. I'm Trey You don't like my my I can't do politics anymore. I resign from. Yeah, whatever. I'll change my hair. <laughs> Which way do you want me to shove it? My hair, that is. <laughs> the, the, the one thing, if if anybody out there in the chat room can find it, that I will always remember about Trey, Trey, is when he left the house wearing that plaid damn suit that was way too big for him, walking down the stairs 
and nothing matched. And nothing matched. You know, you know the picture I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah, and nothing he, matched. He looked like a hot damn mess. And now he's like, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna rehabilitate myself. I'm gonna join the Trump team. He, I'll tell you what, Adam Schiff could never have a better cooperating witness than putting him <laughs> on their team. Wow. <laughs> I think that's an Adam Schiff move, actually. Mm. Let's start a conspiracy theory. Adam Schiff has put <laughs> Trey Gowdy up to helping Trump. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, oh, I no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm hey. kidding. I kid. Time for break. I can feel the gouty in the air tonight. Oh, and I saw I saw you found that wonderful video of the deer walking up the kids. Oh uh, um, I, love I, 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 I found love that I found video. that I found that like six years ago. Put that in the chat. Or, no, I'm sorry, six months ago. I found it like six months ago. And it is the best thing in the world. It really is. Put if you get a chance, put that in the chat room for folks. They'll love it. So I anyway, will. all right. Um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, oh, let me see. Uh, we'll get a Halloween bumper loaded up. Um, let's go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about that miserable piece of garbage in the White House that's masquerading as president. We'll be right back. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to admit something. We've accused the interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Dark masks. Gather round your teeth and put on your mask. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on, please. Take off the third channel, the third channel. It's still running. Stop it, please. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to... Please stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thank you very much for coming to Alabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Alabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on Alabaloo. It's a Halloween. You're gonna be there too. Godzilla is going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes wrap up in his tomb. I love you more. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. And the mummy got ripped. It's a hallelujah. It's a cannibal stew. We are dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast. The blood! (laughs) 
Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a halibaloo! <laughs> and a ghost ain't boo! It's a halibaloo! You're gonna be there too! This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my hand. Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And I did play Paul's Memory Bank, the promo for that, uh, because I, I, uh, I haven't played it in a while because we haven't had our music license. But I would almost guarantee you that by next Monday, Paul will be able to play music again. Um, so fingers crossed, everybody. I, I need to get things sorted out. Um, but yeah, we're um, I'm signed up with Live 365 for our licensing. At some point, we are going to need to migrate... To uh, I'll let everybody know how to do it, but we're gonna have to migrate to uh, a different stream for them. But TuneIn will still work. I just need to update TuneIn with the the new encoder. But um, but yeah, so eventually, you know, they have their own player and stuff, and you can find us at Live Three Sixty Five once we go live. So anyway, uh, that's that, uh, and more updates coming soon. Uh, and of course, Joe Santor says, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hi. Hi. Huh? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Hello. Hi. I'm really upset that I could not get Trey Gowdy to represent me. Oh, man. But, that, that is... And so are the dogs. I can oh, see that. I can see that. You know, I, I have a oh, feeling I know what they'd do with. Uh, Trey Gowdy's hairdo. Oh, yeah. Well, after they got through the greasy mess. Sure. Yeah. That's a the little pea brain won't take much. Um, they, I, although the Earl would probably, or Duke could, no, Earl would probably barf it up. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead. And uh, I don't ha- just and, and don't count on me having a ton of audio uh, for tonight or Friday, um, listeners. I know you you love just hearing our voices because we're you know we're lovely people. Just because I'm very busy the on the in the lead. Yeah. alive. We yeah. turn up the night. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, but I'm going to be spending just about every waking hour getting ready for this party because there's a lot of things I've wanted to do, um, especially outside. And I haven't had the time because of regular job and turn up the night and uh, and everything else because we had a very busy summer. And and honestly, it was too fucking hot to do most of the work that needed to be done. I'll work in the cold and the rain outside than I before I work out in ninety degree weather. Um, so uh, so yeah, so you know the landscaping thing. I'm excited about it. We've got our gravel, we got our rocks, we got our dirt, we got our got our hoe. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I I needed I needed new hoe. <laughs> Does somebody know a pimp? That uh, is really not nice to say about no. whatever person you're talking about. Well, they just need to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, about the the size of a shovel with a flat rakey thing on the end. Um, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but uh, we got the tamp. But you know what's help. interesting, Ken, mm-hmm. is I've been in the situation that you've been in, where it's like, oh my god, this party's coming up. 
Yeah. We got to get shit done. Oh, and God. We've you guys build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you build a wall for a party. We did. Oh, Keep, keeping Trump's promise for him. Yeah. But, but the point that I'm trying to make is that sometimes having get togethers like this is the thing that pushes you to get a lot of that stuff done yeah. that you might not have gotten done. And yes, mm-hmm. we, we did build a damn wall. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about what we've gotten done just uh, between Saturday and, and today. Uh, you know, uh, but it, it's nice to sit down and really not do anything right now. So, uh, so yeah. that's good. But, uh, but yeah, but, but then my mind keeps racing. You know, I could be doing this right now. <laughs> you know? Uh, but no, it's okay. But I, you know, I want to do this. You know, it's like, I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. What I, what I want to tell show. you is that once this happens, once you get this stuff done, it's going to mm-hmm. be really good. The reason why we were not on the show last Friday is because we were just trying to do cooking for our Oktoberfest party. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I guess the bigger point, and I hope this helps makes sense is that we didn't have to do a lot of like yard prep Mm -hmm. for it it was just a matter of just setting up small stuff yeah so i think it's i I guess the point that i'm trying to make is that what you're going through now it's going to pay off because the next get together it's going to be like well we just have to dust yeah exactly so, but, you know, and it's, it's been a challenge, you know, keeping, uh, you know, balancing what stays in the garage, what could go in the basement, you know, uh, because, you know, we got a big spot down in the basement, you know, that we didn't have before because of the garage. So, um, and then there's a table down there we're going to get rid of too. There's the, we, we got this dining room table that we're trying to give to a friend. I got a circular saw I want to give away. Anybody want want a circular saw? Pay for shipping. It's I yours. Just, it, I just gave away two circular saws and a dining room table. You oh, my God. Got, <laughs> you know how oh I got rid of God. the table? Yeah, well, we're painting our garage, and we decided to throw everything out that we weren't using. So I had my neighbor come over. I had him take anything he wanted from my house. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. And then we had this dining room table. So we put it out on the curb. <laughs> Well, there you and go. Boom, it was, and boom goes the dynamite. It was yeah. then. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it. So we're, we're working uh, working to see, you know, if there's some people who want some stuff. But yeah, and yeah. boom goes the dynamite. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's how Adam. It is a, It is a very nice table. It's huge too. I was using. I use it for a gaming table when we would have like big games down down in our basement. You know, board games and stuff like that. Um, but it, we don't do that anymore. And now we have uh, the the craft table, which can be a gaming table in, in the garage, that is actually easy to move because the legs fold up. You know. Um, but anyway, um, it, it, all right. Let's. It's it's time, unfortunately, to listen to Fat Donnie. Uh, so, Rain, you were interested. I believe you wanted. Uh, you sent me a link to a Huffington Post story that had a little bit of audio of Trump, and I think that's what you were. Uh, wanting me yeah. to get well I found a, a longer clip of of that oh, that good. contained some of the stuff uh, because he's in a fucking I don't I don't know the whole thing with it with him in Syria uh it's it's insane uh, you know uh, uh, everybody's like he's turning his back on the Kurds the Turkish uh, you know uh, army's gonna come in there and wipe them out and uh you know, uh, you know, because the Kurds have been, you know, uh, arguably they've been one of the s- most stable factors 
for us in the Middle East for yes. a very, very <laughs> long time. You know, and we basically were just kind of helping them in a support role, and they were going out and doing the dying and the killing. You know? Mm-hmm. And so basically, uh, everything I, I watched the news for a little bit last night uh, while I had dinner, and I caught up on a little bit of this stuff. And, uh, it, and you know, people on the right and the left are, are saying, this is a bad fucking move. They're, you know, this is not the way to do it. Because I mean, we're uh, how many how many um, soldiers? is it, It's like 500? I think it's more than that. Yeah, it's it's a couple thousand, but the oh, point it's a couple is, thousand. Okay. We were just there in a support role, and the whole thing was that <clears throat> this fight against ISIS that he keeps bragging about—that we drove them out of the caliphate—that <clears throat> all happened because of them. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They did the dying. Eleven thousand of them died. Eleven thousand of them died. Yeah, it was eleven thousand. Thank do, you for that number, Joe. During our doing our work. Okay, for us, so that he could brag that that he drove out the caliphate. No, the the, the courageous Kurd fighters, eleven thousand of which gave up their lives. Okay, for this. Okay, are now going to be died in vain because he's going to let the Turks come in and slaughter them. Well, it was it was more than that. They they didn't do this just for us. They did it for themselves. Well, no, I'm not too. saying. I'm of not, course, I'm not but they arguing did, with you, Joe. But, but they're saying he he makes it sound like yeah. he came into office and he and, and and obliterated ISIS. No, that's not what happened. There no. was a long stand even under Obama. There's a long standing coalition with the Kurds in that region that that took on the fight with our support. Right. You know? And this right. idea that he always says, and, and, and this this is what really gets me. He said in his little tweet that we can go in there and blast them. If they get out of hand, if the Turks get out of hand, well, no, you can't because once you betray the people that we're actually fighting, we we we're not going to go in and blast because we weren't doing the blasting in the first place. They were, and you now betrayed them. So you think that at, at a moment's notice you're going to go back in, and that they're going to say, "Oh, oh, you're the one that betrayed us," but yeah, we'll trust you again. No, that's never going to happen. Yeah, He's I think a it's really. Idiot. I think it's really important to point out that the United States, I think this was even under Obama, said, we will support the Kurds to fight Daesh, ISIS, Mm -hmm. or whatever we want to call it these days. We will support them to fight and try to get rid of ISIS in northern Syria. And so our our military was there as, um, you know, to help them, to supplement them. We weren't fighting. We were there to help train them. We were help yeah. there to help air give them support, back up. Air, air support. Yeah, all of that stuff. All that stuff. Right. And and so the the thing is is that the Kurds wanted to do this because if I recall this correctly, and I could be wrong, the Kurds were hoping to finally get a, a home of their own. Mm-hmm. That's a place, exactly. a place of their own where they didn't have to keep fighting for America for That's- whoever. Exactly it. That's exactly it. And and what Trump did uh, Sunday, I think it was Sunday, I don't know, every day's a year. I think it was he, Sunday he, and he, he talked about it yesterday. It was, it, I the mean, audio we, that we could have, you know, here the United States could have gone in there and said we're going to fight alongside the Kurds. We didn't. We didn't because I think under the Obama administration, I don't think, I know this, 
he was trying to stop these these wars, these ever you know these always ending yeah. wars, and so his solution to it, whatever it was at the time, and I don't think it was a bad idea, was we're going to support the Kurds, and now here we are again after the Kurds helped us in Iraq, and they did help us in Iraq. Trump pulled the pulled the the wool out from under them, the rug out from under them. Yeah, and and and, and from what I understand, Turkey is now. <clears throat> from what I, what Turkey has been asking for is a twenty. And Joe, I think you can back me up on this. I'm sure you heard this too. Is a twenty mile like buffer zone between Turkey and and Syria, where they can put all of the refugees or all of whatever excluding the kurds to get them out of to get them out of turkey what yeah. they want to do is use a 20 or 30 mile yeah and 600 mile wide 30 mile deep cutout area they want to call it a safe zone yes but what they actually want to do is go into that make that zone and return millions of of refugees from turkey back into that area yeah this that's is, what they they want to do this is terrible yes i don't even mean it to be like a joke where no. our, you know we've got that drop this is terrible no we're not going to play really 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 bad this is awful it may lead to genocide ethnic cleansing well, and <clears throat> and this is something that Trump is like. Let's do it. Let's go. And who does it benefit? It benefits Assad. It benefits Russia, Erdogan, and and Russia. And I, I will be really honest with you at this point. I don't know how or why Turkey is still allowed to be a part of NATO at this point. Uh, yeah, well, that's some, a real head some, scratcher. There was some. Uh, there was some talk about kicking them out of NATO. Has any this. has any country ever been kicked out of NATO, Joe? Not that I know of. No. Ken, do you? I don't know. I don't think because so. because er Erdogan doesn't represent anything that NATO represents, and and one of the biggest problems I have with this is that Turkey is still part of NATO, and we still have a treaty. It's one of the few treaties that Trump hasn't you know, gotten out of or, you know, dismissed. So what do we do if, if Turkey goes into Syria as a member of NATO? Because NATO, we're, we're all supposed to support each other. The only time, you know, when we got attacked on 9-11, every NATO country was there for us. What do we do if Turkey goes into Syria? It was the only time that that section of the native treaty was used was during after 9-11 that's that's the one i'm talking about yeah so, so right. what do we do what do we do if turkey goes into syria and evokes that mm -hmm. yeah i mean I'm, I'm looking to see if anybody was uh was Am ever I kicked out question, of not knowing no 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 what I'm, I mean, just i just back it up a little bit i i looked to see if anybody had ever been kicked out of nato but there's an article here from march 16th 2016 uh, what would it take for take to kick Turkey out of NATO? You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm looking. They would like nothing more than 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 to just go in there militarily and wipe out the Kurds. That's their whole the the whole. And, and Trump knows this, and Trump doesn't care. No, he doesn't Trump, care. Trump has Trump has has a Trump Tower in Istanbul. Right. Okay, that's his concern. But and and he he knew that Erdogan was upset on that phone call because he felt snubbed at the United Nations that right the other the other day. And uh, uh, he, he's been after him to give him permission to go into this, to, to establish this 30-mile-deep, 600-mile-wide zone. And um, he never had a meeting about it and was all upset. And basically, he yelled at, at Trump, and Trump put his tail between his legs and said, oh, okay, you go ahead and kill them. I don't care. Well, well I, I'm where, still uh, trying to find an answer. Yeah. And, and I mean this. And well, yeah. I'm asking you guys this question. I haven't seen it on the, you know, the internets. What's what that? What happens when they use that same, th- you know, the the same? I, I don't know. I don't know the word. But what happens when Turkey says NATO? I need you to protect this country. No, 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 no. That's I, only I, def- that's only a defensive treaty that has nothing to do okay. with. With offensive actions, this would be, this would be an invasion. Um, so, does, so does NATO is NATO required to do? I, I, no, no, I don't, no. It, I don't know the backstory all, to this. It, That's it why only, I'm asking. It only, the, the, the NATO treaty only binds the NATO members to enter into collective defense of an of, of of another country. So, like if. Uh, Ukraine was in NATO, okay. We we would have they would they could have evoked the NATO treaty for us to go to their for everyone in the in NATO to go to NATO's troops to go and and fight off the Russians. Okay. If that were the case, it's okay. a defensive it's a defensive uh, it's a defensive uh, mm-hmm. treaty. So no, this this would be this would be aggression. Well, on that okay. note. We Thank should go you. to the we, we should go to the break and then we'll just play the audio uh, when we get back and continue the discussion. Um, so, all right, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's nuts, it's nuts. But you know, leave it to Fat Donnie to uh, you know just fuck, it fuck up. everything up. Yep. So, uh, all right, let me see. Okay, here we go. We got a Halloween promo lined up. Let's go ahead and ru- run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Hey. With the tranquility of rural England shattered by civil war, evil was spawned at a time of strife in the land. Take him, Stern. Look for the devil's marks upon him. Right. Help us, you two. Pounding the innocent in violence and terror, this evil man showed no mercy in the pursuit and interrogation of his victims. He was called the Witchfinder General. And amidst the horror of the witch hunt, a story of tender young love. Didn't your uncle just say you must early to bed? He did. And isn't he a wise man? 
But even their innocence is cruelly corrupted by the vile touch of the Witchfinder General. My motive in coming here was to find the truth. Vincent Price is the Witchfinder General. Lust and greed were his only gods. The money from the magistrate. Nine guineas in silver. Good. Now we can leave. Ian Ogilvy as Richard Marshall. He stood alone against the forces of devilish destruction. And tis in thy sight, O Lord. But I hereby swear that shall not rest from the pursuit of his murderers till they stand before thee, ready to answer to thee for their sins. Rupert Davies as John Lowe's. Master Marshall, welcome. Patrick Weimark as Oliver Cromwell. Amongst the most pleasurable aspects of victory, gentlemen, is the opportunity it affords to reward valour. It ranks almost with good food. And Wilfred Bramble. And uh, what line of business might you be in? God's business. Witch finding. Witch finding. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. And introducing Hilary Dwyer as Sarah. Filmed in authentic detail and photographed with piercing realism against the actual background of peaceful villages and quiet countryside. Never has England looked so beautiful, yet been so violent. I'm your man friend. John Stern, they call me. Man's inhumanity to man portrayed on the screen so vividly that you flinch. So real that you too will fear the Witchfinder General. To see it, be the first to talk about it. The Witchfinder General. <laughs> what the hell? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans, and joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. All is well. All, All is, is well. well. <laughs> oh, and by the way, in the chat room, I'm putting a picture of what the chairs look like that I couldn't describe. It's a metal mesh, like Saturn design. It's like mid-century. Uh, and I put oh. the chair, I put the chairs, we have four of those chairs. And then a rectangular table that is like, I don't know, like four feet long, four by four by like two and a half or something like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, they're black metal. Uh, they look really nice. Um, but yeah, so we, that's, that's what it's metal. It's metal mesh and it's like a diamond mesh. It's, it's really cool. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's what those, that's what are, are really cool. That, that's what's out on our patio at all times. We, we love that thing. Um, and the chairs are really funky too. So, uh, but yeah, so anyway, and Joe Santors says, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city metal mesh. That was what I was looking for. That's the name of a band, isn't it? 
Um, yeah, yeah, they had that one song, <laughs> Amstelite. <laughs> uh, a little callback. Well, I, I, I want Rain to know that I, I did look all over the internet for that. I remember that disheveled Trey Gowdy picture. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I found it. I found it. Aww. So oh, just to refresh everybody's good. memory, there it is. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. See? See? Thank oh, you, Joe. That was Lord. him leaving the White House or the, the Capitol. Did, did you touch that up? And he, no, no. That up? That's the actual footage. Uh, you can see in the background the white, oh, uh, some trees and, sure. and, and uh, the Capitol. Sort yeah, of. Uh, and and a, a couple more Republicans right behind. Hello, him. darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> so anyway, record. for the record, yeah, yeah, that uh-huh. was literally the outfit he wore, though. It was pink tie and all. So mm-hmm. that's it. Um, so all right, let's get to the audio. This is from yesterday. This is Trump talking about uh, his decision to uh, pull our forces from Syria from their support role. And you know, I just want to say this: the way he talks about it, and the way Trump cultists talk about it, is they talk like you know the same people are always there constantly, and it's not like there's not a rotation of forces. You know, it, 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 and that drives me crazy because they're like. You know, oh, in some cases, people are over there for 40 years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it, it, it's just this, this infantile way to talk about things. And I'm not saying I support war in any shape or form. And, and, and I would be the worst person to, to discuss foreign policy with, um, you know, I, it, but he is, you know, I, I, I see where the outrage is. And, and it seems to me like this is probably the most foolhardy way to go about, um, you know, there, no transitional phase going on here. Just, you know, and, and but yeah, and, and his trust it with, in Turkey is insane. And this just, this happened because he talked to the, the Turkish, uh, foreign minister or president no, or Erdogan, Erdogan, Erdogan himself. Oh, okay. President the president himself. himself. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. So there you go. By the so, way, by yeah. the way, let's not forget that when he was here a couple of years ago, I think it was 2017. There were there were American Turkish Americans, oh, American citizens, that's right, protesting outside of the Turkish embassy when he was visiting, and he sent his personal bodyguards. Oh, thugs, and they right. beat the shit out of them on the street to beat the shit out of American citizens, and our big tough president said fucking nothing nope. about oh Turkish my God. thugs beating up American citizens, exercising their right to protest on the streets of Washington in front of the Turkish embassy. Man, I, I thank you for reminding me of that. Nut- thank you about that. Yeah, yeah. serious. Uh, yeah. And also, he was involved in trying to kidnap my neighbor up in the Poconos. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Because he Erdogan said that he was leading the insurrection against him. Which, which, which absolutely which involved Michael Flynn. Yes, That's I was right. gonna say, let's go back to Michael Flynn I about mean, this that. Is so, well, sorted, this sorted. is not something that just no. happened out of the clear blue. No. no. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that all day. Well, Michael Flynn was the one who wanted that guy to be, you know, sent back to Turkey. Extradited for yeah. a million bucks. He was gonna kidnap him. Yeah. From, 
from the Poconos here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. This is not conspiracy theory stuff, people. Real no. world shit. Just real world shit. Real shit. Well, let's get to this Trump audio because uh, it's kind of long. I'll probably pause it about halfway through. If we want to go in, if we have to go back for any reason because bad things happen, but we're 7,000 miles away, these ISIS people, whatever you want to call them, these people are right there. They're right there. They're touching many of these countries that I just named. Iran, as an example, hates ISIS. And I'm going to pause it right there. These ISIS people, whatever you want to call them, isn't this the kind yeah. of thing that everybody was freaking out about with um, uh, Ilhan Omar for saying some people did something on 9-11? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and now it's just, you know, these ISIS people or whatever whatever you, whatever you want to call them. How about terrorists? I don't know. How about terrorists? Yeah. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. So yep. anyway, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Continuing. ISIS hates Iran. Iraq, you know all about that. Turkey, Syria, let them take care of it. Let them take care of it. We oh want to bring our God. troops back home. All right, I'll pause it there because that, that was that was the bit of audio that you I think you really wanted me to get was the let them take care of it. Uh, me or Joe? Yeah, I thought you, you uh, yeah, the because that was in the, the, the beginning of the Huff. Yeah, it, it was in the chat, and it really irritates me because one of the things, and I did put this out on Twitter, one of the things when he said there, I said, there's 7,000 miles away. So, so far. Um, Neville Chamberlain said that about Czechoslovakia and the Nazis. Yeah. He said, he said, Czechoslovakia is really, really great far away, point. and we should let those people take care of it. That's a great he, point. He, that, that's historically correct. <laughs> Not even yeah. being, you know, he said, we, you know, it, it's really far. And, and he also went on to say that Germany said to me, they gave me the promise that we'd be okay. So oh we don't God. have to protect Czechoslovakia. And yeah. um, history, well, Czechoslovakia. Well, how about some closer history? Afghanistan is several thousand miles away, 7,000 miles away. Yep. And somehow an arm of, of uh, a, a terror cell that was from Afghanistan somehow brought down the Twin Towers in New York oh, City. And don't forget Saudi Arabia, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So being 7,000 miles away, apparently, is not a safe zone. Doesn't mean dick. It's not a safe zone, and it hasn't been a safe See. I Thank you for bringing that up, because the thing is, is that when Neville Chamberlain said that, it was stupid. It was really stupid and and just disgusting. I can't even. Evil, really. But, but here we are in present day world. Yeah. We have back channels. We have the Internet. We have all of these things. The fact that he said serious 7,000 miles away, that's. I, I don't even know what to say about that because he really mm -hmm. thinks that America lives in a vacuum without internet, back channels, intelligence, um, countries talking to each other, all of it, all yeah. of it. He literally thinks saying it's 7,000 miles away, they should all take care of it and we're going to live happy here in America all by ourselves. Yeah. That's really uh, messed up. It really is. Uh, all right, continuing the clip here. 
It's been many, many years. It's been decades in many cases. We want to bring our troops back home. And I got elected on that. If you go back and look at our speeches, I would say we want to bring our troops back home from these endless wars. And we're like a police force over there. No, oh, by the way, no, the sniffles are back. The sniffles are back in full force uh, for this and the other clip I have. We're policing. We're not fighting. We're policing. We're not a police force. We're the greatest military force ever assembled because of what I've done over the last three years with two and a half trillion dollars, Mr. Ambassador, we've spent on our military. Two and a half trillion dollars. But we're not going to be there longer. And we're going to be watching Turkey. And we hope that them and all of the other countries or some of the other countries, including the European Union, goes in and does whatever they're supposed to do with these captured ISIS fighters and families. Okay. All right. I'll pause uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Let's hope the European Union. Okay. He's he's he, he's he's lambasting the European Union, saying they should go in and help. Yes. How about how about Sunday night when you decided uh, because somebody yelled at you from Turkey that you were going to pull betray our allies? You never even told our other allies on the ground, the British, that you were pulling out. They had yeah. to hear it on Twitter. Any of our allies, not just the British or the... Well, I'm just saying... None of our allies, Joe. Besides the Kurds, there are are NATO allies in the area that he never consulted. Never gave a heads up that, hey, we're going to make this decision. He just did it. Right. Right. Everybody, the entire globe was blindsided. And I was trying to say that the European Union should take the responsibility of these people. Who the fuck are you kidding? How are they supposed to take the responsibility when we have this guy who is pretending to be president of the United States that just says, I'm pulling out, period. Now you guys get to deal with it. Even though our forces are still in charge of helping the Kurds. In a support that's, role, not a police role. In a support yeah, role. That's that's my point, though. We're yeah. still we're still in charge of a support role. So if he comes around and says we're we're out, who is going to be in charge of the support role? Like nobody's been trained for the next support role. Do you know? Do yeah. You, again, no transitional logic here. None at all. Right. That's pass, again. Pass the buck. This, pass the buck. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this point. He keeps saying we could always go back in. You not not as you did because you were there in support. The people that were doing the actual fighting and dying were the Kurds. And the you're cost, not gonna be able yeah. after you after you left them on but, Sunday night without a, without any protection and just said goodbye Kurds. Yeah, and the cost any time you could go back in and they're going to just jump in and say okay, we'll keep doing what we're doing with you. Yeah, and no, even if we do Yeah, and even if we do the cost uh, of of lives uh and the the and finances to reestablish ourselves in the region, you know, uh, you know, that's right. <laughs> And what you ally? Know, here's, what here's ally is ever going to trust the United States again? Yeah. Well, what that's uh, that's well, going to be rebuilding. The next here's, time, here's, here's the next thing. Attacked, like 9/11. Who who is who's going to come to our defense? I, who's going to go to I, Afghanistan again with yeah, us? Yeah. 
Exactly. Here, Rain. Here's, here, here's the thing. When he says we can go back in, when he said that, I found that kind of amazing because he really, honest to God, doesn't understand the geopolitics that involved the United States and all of our allies mm-hmm. going in to provide a support role to the Kurds. So when he says we can go back in, it, it's ridiculous because yeah, he doesn't it, understand anything. Yeah, he's any saying, of the he's saying, oh, it. if we forgot milk at the grocery store, we can just go back tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, it it, it's not way. just it that fucking easy. That there's there's diplomacy. There's, you know, uh, the, again, the it, I mean, but oh, okay. So if you realize you completely fucked up and there's a genocide, then right. oh, okay, I guess we'll go back in. And then after there's a genocide, reestablishing ourselves and building up the the forces once again to you know and reestablishing the the support role, we won't be able to do that. Then we'll have to send our own soldiers to go fight and die. That's you know, exactly it's, what he's and, doing. And fight and fight who? A NATO ally? Uh, so that's... we're gonna have a ground war with Turkey? Is that, oh. is, is that what we're going to do? That's oh. the problem. That's the hugest problem of all of this. It is I mean, so really. fucked up. So you're going to allow this genocide to happen, and then you're going to be pissed off and say, okay, now we're going back in. And instead of fighting ISIS, we're going to fight oh, a NATO ally, Turkey. We're going to have That's a ground insane. war with Turkey. Which means, really, which means really. quite honestly, and I know people don't want to hear this, and this sounds kind of crazy, which means if we go in and fight a NATO ally, that means that we are now, as a nation, supporting Syria, Russia, Russia, and Iran. Yeah. Well, you know, and he's throwing it out there too, saying, "Oh, well, Iran hates him too." But well, listen to this. Listen to this mm-hmm. because a reporter asked him, "Did you consult with anybody before you did this?" His answer: stunning. Number, number, Mr. President, a number of Republicans, including uh, including Nikki Haley and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, were very. Oh, I'm sorry. This is about the blowback first. Here you go. This decision today. Mitch McConnell put out a statement saying he wished he would recon- exercise leadership and reconsider and suggested not doing so would be reminiscent of what the Obama administration would do. Could you respond to them, sir? And also, yeah. did you, con- did you sure. consult with the Joint Chiefs of Staff? Oh, yeah. This. Sure. I consulted with everybody. Uh, I always consult with them. everybody. Uh, if you them. remember, no. about eight months ago, I talked about doing this, and we kept nope. 2,000 people there and then slowly brought them out. But once we captured ISIS, I didn't see, I don't want to stay there for the next 40 years. Not going to do anything. The end game is going to be the same. Uh, I have great respect for all of the people that you named. And they have their opinion, and a lot of people do. And I could also name many more than you just named of people it. that totally are supportive. You see the names coming out. People are extremely thrilled because they say it's time to bring our people Dude, back Devin home. Nunes. We're not a police force. They're policing mm. the area. We're not a police force. Uh, the UK was very thrilled at this decision. As you know, they're over there. They have soldiers over there also and others. But many people agree with it very strongly. And I understand both sides of it. I fully understand both sides of it. But I campaigned on the fact that I was going to bring our, our soldiers home and bring this them home so much as rapidly as possible. Mm-hmm. I, we, all together, you, we defeated and took over 100% of the ISIS caliphate. Everybody said that was going to be an impossible that thing to do. I did it, and lie. I did it quickly because we have a great military now. When I took over our military, we didn't have ammunition. Bullshit. I was told by a Bullshit. top general, maybe the top of them all, 
Sir, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have ammunition. I said, I'll never let another president <laughs> have that happen to him or Nobody her. said that. We ever. didn't have ammunition. Bullshit. Now we've no, captured ISIS. We've done what we've true. done. We had 50 soldiers in the area you're talking about. We always have and ammunition. I said, we want to bring our soldiers back home. It's been a long time. Again, we were supposed to be in there for just a tiny spot, like a 30 to 90 day period. That was no. many years ago. It's time. Stop your foul whining, you filthy oh, piece God. of distended rectum! Nothing he said there was true. Well, nothing. First, first of all, absolutely nothing. Let me say this. Yeah. There was an article long ago, not long ago, not long ago, in I think Washington Post, New York Times, that every time he says, st- starts a story with, they, they said to me, sir, and uses that phrase. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's lying. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. So that conversation we Well, know and it was the toppest. Place. It was the tip top general that told tip, him that. Tip, tip top. Yeah. And second of all, so it's this promise he wants to keep. How about the promise Mexico was going to pay for a wall you never even started? Boom. Motherfucker. You don't care about that fucking promise. How about no. the promise that you were going to get rid of all the gang members in the country? Oh, the coal They're jobs. All gone, are they? Coal jobs? Where are those? Day one. Day one, they were all going to be leaving the country. Manufacturing jobs? Where, where are those? Yeah, where are the manufacturing jobs? Oh, and, yeah. boy, you really boosted retail. Retail's doing great, isn't it? Sure, sure. What's the... Oh, I just heard there's another... Uh, oh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Bye-bye. Yeah, and there goes the Christmas tree shop with it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Rain. See, when, when, you, when you guys are talking about the... I... Yes, retail, yes, it upsets me. But if we go right back to that clip, mm-hmm. bottom line, everything he said was a lie. Everything. Don't use, don't use like, the wall, and, and this is not a knock on you or Ken, but don't use the wall, don't use the retail, don't use anything that he said he promised. Everything there he said was a pure fucking lie. We never ran out of ammunition no never we have munitions all around the goddamn world there's i i have no fucking idea what there he was talking i heard that i heard that clip that part of the clip and i was like what the living hell is he smoking the very idea that we have <clears throat> You know, we have bases all around the country with soldiers serving there. And when the soldiers go to bed at night, they have to lock up their, you know, their guns and their ammunitions. Mm -hmm. Means that they have ammunitions. He is lying. I don't know why he keeps saying this. I don't get it. It's a (laughs) fucking lie. We'd like to go to war, Mr. President, but we're out of bullets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Obama administration took away all our bullets. Obama took away our shoes. Thanks, Obama. I mean, seriously, if you're going to lie, if you're going to lie and try and blame Obama for, you know, I mean, it used to be it was like, oh, Obama didn't want to build a whole new fleet of warships. You know, or or Obama decommissioned some old. Uh, I don't even know what it was. Like that was the big thing. Oh, our navy, we only have eight thousand ships. You know, <laughs> or something like that. It was it was really stupid. Like whatever they were talking right. about in a lie. Now Trump has taken that to the the most illogical conspiracy theory moron 
um, you know, level by saying, uh, he just went up and he actually took the bullets out of their guns. He threw them away. No more bullets. Because Obama took all the bullets and then... Then they everybody yeah. and everybody Obama. died. Everybody died. We don't. We didn't have a military under Obama because they were all killed. Wow, you sound and like I brought Vinnie them Barberino. back. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. So turns out they're the, we were the Barney Fife of the international community. Yeah. We had one just bullet. one single bullet in their shirt pocket. <laughs> in their shirt pocket. <laughs> Does anybody remember during the Obama administration when there was ever a report of a, a, a lack of ammunition? Lack of no. No. Gee, where do they get the bullets to kill Osama bin Laden? They, they, they oh, actually... Well, that's what they it is. Had, no, Joe, I think bullets. you figured it out. Obama huh? used all of our ammunitions and bullets they to used, kill him. They, uh, no, actually, Obama right. used the late-term abortion clinic to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. So... Uh, haven't you seen the billboards with the aborted uh, Osama bin Laden on it? <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just pointing out the absurdities oh God, of Republicans. I that could be a real thing. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, but uh, Thank you, Republicans. Yeah, oh, I hate him so much, and he's the worst. I mean, he, he seriously has you know cranked up the stupid and ripped off the knob. Uh, for for the GOP. I mean, before, you know, I would get, you know, uh, you know, my father in law used to send me all kinds of fucking stupid, you know, things like bullshit emails, like, oh, you shouldn't complain about the cost of gasoline because orange juice is four dollars a gallon, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, if you had to fill your car up with milk, it'd cost fifty dollars, you know. <laughs> I mean, just you know, all this crazy stuff, and, and but now this, the the military, Obama took away their bullets. He actually removed the firing pins from all the guns and replaced them with squirt guns ah. full of you know chocolate milk or something. You know, I mean, what the fuck? They didn't have ammunition. Obama took the bullets. Obama was such a dictator. That Trump is really upset, and so he's going to become a better dictator. There is nothing. I, I, I don't think there's been anything dumber he has said than that. I think it, it's yeah. I agree. I, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh no, no, no. Okay, wait a minute. There is a tie for wind cancer. Wind cancer, no. and Obama took the bullets. I'm going to go with bullets. I'm going to go with bullets. I don't, I don't know, Joe. What do you say? Wind cancer or or Obama took the bullets or bird cemeteries? I was just reminded of an old joke about Russia, about a guy that comes home to his wife without bread after standing in the bread line all all day, and and when he finally got to the bread to the bread counter, they were out, and he started cursing and swearing about Putin and saying how Putin's an asshole and everything, and his wife said, and they didn't shoot you, and he says, no, they're out of bullets too. Ah, see. <laughs> All right. so I think we have the bullets. There we go. I, I just reminded of that. That's so, funny. They didn't shoot you. No, they're out of bullets too. Wrecked him, nearly killed him. So yeah, they're out of bullets. <laughs> it was incredible what he said. 
Uh, honestly, uh, oh. honestly, but but remember that article about every time he says he tells you about a, a a conversation he had that began, "Sir, we're trying." Anything with "sir" in it is a lie. Yeah. Sir, there was a whole article about that. Sir, you're a big, beautiful, handsome man, and I just want to let yeah. you know that that scary socialist who was in the White House before you, he took oh my, my bullets and he waved him in front of me and he said, "Nanny, nanny, boo boo, you can't have your bullets no more, Army man." <laughs> yeah, we've been sending all our, Obama sent all his soldiers and in, in, th- th- that were fighting under Obama. And I talked well, to the toppest Army man about this. Yeah, you might you might say he was the top top tip top tippy top top guy. Anyway, one more tippy top tip top. I have an idea. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. God. And then we got to go break. If at a certain point we all say sir, comma at Donald at real Donald Trump, and then tweet to him. Oh. That could be good. That could be fun. Yeah. See what he retweets, sir. Real Donald Trump. I Dear think John I believe Barron. the fact that you didn't have enough ammunition. So please let me help you with more bullets. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, That's this so man fucking is, maddening. It is it, maddening. It is. This it, is it, where it we're is. at. And, and what kills me is is how much of the media just sits there and lets this stuff go by. Yeah. With, yeah. And, and treats it as like, well, you know, what were they out of bullets? Well, like, you know, uh, again, you know? again, though, it's like you like Bobber says his analogy. It's like getting sprayed in the face with a, a fire hose and trying to count the raindrop or the 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 water drops. The drops. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's uh, except this hose is being shot up our ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the like the flute. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. All right, there we go. Mm. All right, uh, we got to go to the break. We're going to continue talking about this because he brought up impeachment in the same um, press conference. Oh, and we have a Pat Robertson clip I want to play too uh, because it's pfft. anyway. If we get to it, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to it. We got time. We got an hour and a half of this nonsense. Uh, but they took my bullets. Um. Oh, I'm Mama still took looking at Drake Gowdy's outfit. Oh, yeah. So stylish. <laughs> oh, fucking. Pink wow. in the blue. So there's my Halloween costume, everybody. So, oh, uh, all right. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The monster must live. More power, Igor. More power. I'm trying to get up as much as I can. Yes. Yes, that's it, Igor. This night must be turned up. Yes, master. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yes, master. That was a bad idea, Igor. Get the torches. Turn up the night, Igor. Get the torches, Igor. Make me a breakfast bird. What was that, Igor? Yes, master. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun. I'm looking through 
hiding in the basket. What's in the basket? Some of the tenants claim to have heard noises coming from this room. Like someone on a rampage. What's in the basket? You're that kid Needleman warned me about. The Bradley boy. The freak we separated. I know an awful lot of guys, Dwayne. But you're... different. What's in the basket? What's in the basket? What's in the basket? My brother. Your brother! <laughs> Open it, if you dare. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. When was the last time you were afraid? Really afraid? Brace yourself for the sound of terror. It comes every time you hear IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. What's in the basket? Open it, if you dare. I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so <laughs> welcome back <laughs> uh, to the show. Uh, uh, yeah, Cousin Curtis reminded me of something there uh, in the chat room. But of course, welcome back. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble. 
Welcome back. Hi. Hi. And Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. If you recall that little clip there, the 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 Ted Cruz basket case thing. Oh, yes. What's in the basket? Open yes. it, if you dare. I'm Ted Cruz. Basket case. <laughs> because Trump called him a basket case. Yeah, the basket case. Yeah. Um, and that was the very first show art I believe you made for Turn Up the Night. Because I, you, you, I remember you whipped it up, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if you have I, that saved somewhere, and you can share it. But uh, oh, I, I do. I'll have to look hmm. for it. I, I have everything I've ever done saved. But I think the first, <clears throat> the first one I did for you might have been the guy <clears throat> when they were holding the uh, up in Washington. They were holding the uh, the wildlife preserve up there hostage. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. And I had the guy in the tarp. That yeah. That might be the first one. The Bundys? Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yes. I remember Basket Cave. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for it now. I'm, I'm looking to see if I actually have the show image tile for it, but I... I don't know if I, I, I... I'm so disorganized with the, the show art uh, here, because I have it on moved between two different computers so uh but anyway let me go ahead and uh uh, uh roll along here but yeah if, if you can find it Joe, find that'd be it. great but um so uh well actually rain uh why don't you do name calling tonight because you're going to be off again this friday so you won't be able to do name calling oh, oh and, yes and okay, yes i'm on it yeah so joe will be our our guy friday and you'll be our gal tuesday um hey. so so here we go I love it when it rains for your pleasure it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com excellent she's never failed me before honey you gotta give it away to keep it you can't just hold on to this attractive hot beautiful we're talking about the same thing here. you wanna mess around Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. So, oh, I got okay. some interesting news Let's... about Cousin Curtis tonight, too, I'll say, oh. when, you, when you mention his name. Okay. So tonight we have Mr. Adam Heber. We have Barbara G.C. We have Destroyer Kurt. Well, who, uh, Destroyer Kurt, I believe, is uh, he? he is singing now. For a new band called Red Tape Revolution, I just saw this on Facebook today. So uh, there's a big announcement they made yesterday at 11:06 a.m. This is Kurt. He has a magnificent beard. He will also be handling the vocal duties for us. Welcome. And it looks like they're kind of a. Uh, I listened to one, at least one of the cuts. It seems like they're kind of like um, uh, very heavy psychedelic, uh, uh, maybe kind of akin to. Iron Butterfly, maybe? Something along those lines. A little Black Sabbath. Um, so, yeah. So, congratulations, Kurt. Uh, good job. Looking forward to hearing. I, I hope you get a... Uh, I hope we get an album or a demo or something, and we can play some songs on the network on this very show. I would love that. So, anyway, congratulations, Kurt. Please Yay. proceed, Ray. Moving oh. on? 
Yeah, I'll put the link to Red, Red Tape Revolution uh, on Facebook in the chat for everybody. Alright, so we also have Francie, who is not in the heavy metal band. No? Is she in a psychedelic no. band? She could be. She could be. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we also I, have Heather. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Heather. Is she in a heavy metal Jake band? What? what? Is, she in, is she in a heavy metal band? Heather? Yeah. She could be, too. Okay. All right. Something to think about going forward. It is. It is. Francie. Dun, 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 dun. Heather. <laughs> All right. I'll stop. Um, we also have Jay Collie. Is we Jay Collie in a heavy Collie. metal band? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I felt I found I a shtick. Jake Collie being like, I found a shtick for tonight. So I, I just, you know, I like uh, my shticks. Stick. Yeah, the the name calling shtick. We, we, you know, we've been getting better at coming stick. up with them. You know. Yeah. Jeans girl could also be in a heavy metal band. Yeah, let me think. What what would the Jeans Girls heavy metal band be called? Um, let me see. How about uh, Skull Iron Island? Skull. Iron Jeans. Skull Iron Jeans. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright. So Cat clearly is in a heavy metal band. Called uh, Platinum Sharks. <laughs> Can he pick? I I I was in Hairwolf. That was the closest thing to a heavy metal band. I tried to start a band I called. I can't sing Hairwolf. I tried to I tried to start a uh, a band called One Million Volts, but I didn't get any takers. So all right, so Ken Senior. Heavy Ken Senior definitely Ken Senior in a heavy metal band. Probably Hi, Dad. could have been in a band with Ginger Baker. Rest in peace. Oh, Ginger Baker, yeah. There's a great documentary about Ginger Baker out there. But hi, Dad, and I had a great time. Susan and I had an awesome time at the Roger Sale. Thank you for lunch, too. We went to this really great sub shop. And oh my god, this Italian sub I had. Oh, so good. But it was a little uh intercontinental uh because I had an Italian sub with Swiss. Oh. Ah. So oh. it would I wanted it to I wanted my sub to be neutral. So <laughs> yeah, cause, there's a lot of holes in that story, but uh <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> that is also also true. Anyway, well well yeah, but I'll give you the give me the rim shot for that. Anyway. Next up, we have Katie Kaser. KT Kaser, of course. That is the name of... Oh, uh, KT Kaser and the Racers. Yes. So, that's like Living more of a... Living on Long Island. That's, that's a surf band, actually. KT Kaser and the Racers. That's the, you know... Yep, 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 yep. Anyway. Okay, well, we okay. have Living on Long Island next. Uh, he is in uh, a band called uh, Golden Penis. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> swang, swang, swang. Gold penis. <laughs> Gold wah, wah. Don't say penis in this house! 
He's a man. Yeah, well, it's gold. It's like the gold man member with the golden dick. <laughs> he a sp- is a prick. A spider's oh. prick. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not you, Lippin. No, 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 no. We're talking about James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, All right. please continue. Our next heavy metal dude. It's you, Joe. Joe Santorsa in the Electric City. Electric Electric City. Honest to God, Electric City is a hell of a band name. And there's probably like 10 10 bands called that already. Electric City. There's probably like the Electric City Trio or something like that already. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, bite my wire. Electrify it. Electrify. Always remember fire safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that part was, you never heard. Jesus. I don't know what's happening here tonight, everybody. But our next, our next member of the chat room is Meow Goodness. Oh, Meow Goodness is in, uh, let me see. That's got to have a cat theme to it. So we'll go with uh, uh, Magnum Panther. <laughs> oh, I got one. I know. I got one. Oh, you got one? Me. Yeah. Yes. Iron Claws. Oh, <laughs> Iron Claws. There you go. Oh, how about, how about this? Step it up a little classier. Diamond Claws. Oh. Yeah. Cut through glass. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Michelle in South Florida, along Mich- with Miles in South Florida. Oh, that would be uh, Galactic Rogue is their their name. That's their band name, Galactic Rogue. They're kind of a, a power metal space rock kind of combo. Ow. <laughs> All right, keep going. Next, next up we have Moon Mare. Moon Mare, of be, course. Would you be Moon Space Metal? Moon, no, Bark at the Moon Mare. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Moon Mare. Oh, oh, how about, oh, how about Mare Wolf? Oh, like werewolf, Mare Wolf. Yeah. It's like a, it's a horse that turns into a wolf. That's it. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, Moon Mare's band, Luna Tunes. Oh, <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. We'll do the A train for that one. All right, uh, let, let's keep trucking here. <laughs> All right, I've got myself, and then Theo. Theo, oh man, Theo. I, I think um, Theo's got to have a good one. Let's go with uh, uh, Pagan Ritual for oh. for Theo's. Ooh. Wolves. That's oh. that's a good band name, Pagan Ritual. Well, there is a band called Pagan Pagan Rites, mm-hmm. I think. But or, or pagan, no pagan altar. That's who I'm thinking of. But yeah, pagan. I think pagan ritual is a good name for Theo's band. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we have um, Tim Carmel. Tim Carmel. He has to have the best. Oh man. Oh. No. 
let's see. What do we do with that? Uh, uh, magical alloy. <laughs> no, oh. that sucks. Magical alloy. Uh, let me see. How about um? Oh boy. Uh, let, let's go with um. Uh, the lead laugh. The, oh well, yeah, he's got the yeah. <laughs> oh oh, how about um. Last laugh, Tim Carmel, and last laugh. <laughs> there you go. And and the last person in our chat room, I love you, Trojan Rabbit. Trojan Rabbit already has his name right there for a band. He's that that's definitely. Trojan Rabbit is a band name right there. So, like, yeah. give me my music. And you know what? They're for you know what you know what Tro uh, Trojan Rabbit's uh, uh, first hit single is gonna be. Well, I got. I hate I, the world. No, I got it. I got it right here for you. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin! He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin! He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecaps split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis. That's, that's, that's enough music for now, lad. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry, I hit the wrong one. But um, yeah, okay. I gotta say the the roughest line in that, and his nostrils raped. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> that's it's kind of awkward. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, his his liver <laughs> torn out is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And his penis. <laughs> uh, sorry. Don't say penis in this house. All right. Uh, uh, so uh, we have enough time for at least one phone call tonight. The number to call 330-536-1466. Again, the number to call 330-536-1466. Uh, please uh, give us a ring. Uh, let us know what you thought about your heavy metal band name. If I didn't give you one. Uh, you can call in and complain, and then I'll, I'll I'll be forced to figure one out. Of course, I have help. Rain and Joe have been very helpful with band names. Um, but uh, <laughs> Destroyer Kurt nasal sex ain't for everybody. No, it's. <laughs> I'm thinking that is a very slim margin in it's the an fetish acquired tastes. Yeah, <laughs> if, or sense. <laughs> it's an acquired sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh yeah. So anyway, no uh, let me oh, oh, I guess you Oh my god, I accidentally hit the no blitz. I don't know how the fuck I did that. I hit no blitz. No, or nose blitz. No blitz. <laughs> I guess you could call You could call it a nose blitz if you're not expecting it. You could call it the Ula la factories. Oh wow! Oh yeah! <laughs> no, no, no! Uh, Nobody calls it that. Anyway, okay, all right. <laughs> somebody might. Somebody might. All right, we got Heather calling into the program right now. Heather, 
You, uh, huh? Do you want a heavy? Me- do you want a heavy metal have band enough, then? Brother. Have you had enough? Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> e- easy, easy, heather metal. Heather metal. Heather metal smells delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, heather metal. So, well, there's that Sammy Hagar song, Heavy Metal, from the movie Heavy Metal. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Just put Heather Metal in there. We can, you know, you ever come for karaoke, we'll uh, I'll get that for you. So, all right. Well, Heather, <laughs> Heather, what's on your mind? Donnie is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, and I will say, I can't believe he did what he did yesterday. And then his lawyer and the eight-page letter, I didn't read. I knew it was bad, but jeez. Well, when you say his lawyer, do you, do you mean Cipollone. the ghoul? Oh, okay. Cipollone. Cipollone. Yeah, Cipollone. No, uh, Cipollone or whatever. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, his chief, his, his uh, White House, the White House attorney. Yes, yeah. he's... Did, did it, did it, doesn't even know the law. Did they did they print out did they print out like some you know Breitbart articles as an affidavit? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I didn't even I I just knew it was really shitty. I saw like a small part of it and I'm like, oh my God, there's no way, you know, and it. <sighs> Let's just say I just hope that we can get some cooperation. Yeah. And I, it's a rumor. I don't know where I saw this, but I swear I heard there was a rumor that if um, Pompeo didn't cooperate. No. Not my Pompeo. I I did hear that. <laughs> it wasn't a rumor. It was it was actually one of the um, house. I don't know who the member of the house was who was suggesting that perhaps his pay should be frozen. Hell yes. And I will say, sometime last week, it was the truth. Um, Rashida Tlaib, I believe, was somewhere in Michigan. And she said, we're trying to look for a place to keep them. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And I I think they should try to find a place to keep them. It's so, it's so disturbing. Them? It's so disturbing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I saw an article before uh, we went on air tonight uh, over on media about the whistleblower is, is rattled like scared to death about what Trump has been doing. So, um, you know, obviously this is not straight from their mouth or anything like that, but yeah, it says whistleblower reportedly claims white house official, uh, was left visibly shaken by Trump's crazy, frightening Ukraine call. Okay. So no, I'm sorry. Uh, a different, uh, but, um, so yeah, uh, never mind. That yeah. was actually about the call itself. So yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was the latest from the New York Times that said there was a memo that the whistleblower gave 
describing the guy that came to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was on the call? This was, the, and it may be the second whistleblower. We're not sure. Now, I did hear this. There was something about a second whistleblower, and that came out Sunday, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm keeping up, but I'm not. You know, I'm not perfectly keeping up with everything, but you know, I'm learning as I go. Yeah, but I hear you. Is just he has. God, we're, if we can't impeach him, his ass needs to be voted out. At the very least. Yeah. At the very least. I mean, just look at the past two, two three weeks. Yeah. What, what he is doing is antithetical to everything that this country stands for. Oh, man. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Heather, we're up against the break here. I, I appreciate you calling. I'm sorry we hogged up a bunch of time making up goofy band names for everybody, but... <laughs> it was a good shtick. It was a good shtick. And you know what? And I really hope that all you guys take it upon yourself to make demo tapes. Lordy, I hope they're tapes. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> But, talk to you guys soon. All right. Yeah. Well, give us a call on Friday. Uh, I, I swear I'll make more time. Bye, all Heather. Right, all right. Bye bye. So, uh, oh, yeah. By the way, um, just so I, I announced this on Sunday on Mike Check Radio, I'm impeaching somebody on, on Friday's show. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. I, I know. I mean. Because apparently uh, uh. somebody's been messing around with God's America. Don't mess around with uh-uh. God's America. Yeah. Somebody, I won't say who, is getting impeached. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm going to get a lawyer. Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> Trey Gowdy's Ro- docket is Trey, full. Trey Gowdy's. Are you available? No, can't do it. You can't do it. So, yeah. Uh, but, of course, it. yes. Uh <laughs> And and I sure I sure hope that everybody is really worried about this impeachment thing on Friday. What are you talking about, you dirty hippie? Oh, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Better get out of here. Oh, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Says who? Says who? He just ran out. He just ran out. Come on, I Jeff. Don't be a big old pussy. I heard him tipper tapper out of there. Yeah, he's a little worried. He's a little worried. Yep, somebody's getting he's impeached little... from turn up the night on Friday. It's a promise. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm, Let's go. I'm stunned. You I'm are. Stunned. I shocking. You shocking. Sh- shocking. Shocking. That it's been a. It's, it's been a very long time since anybody was impeached from turn up the night. Very long. <laughs> Very long. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea what this entails, uh, but uh, I just said it on Sunday on Mike Jack Radio, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what we're doing on Friday. We're going to impeach somebody." <laughs> Can't, uh, do Can't do it. <laughs> it's Can't illegitimate. Do it. Illegitimate. We won't cooperate. <laughs> Fucking Can't a. Do it. Unconstitutional. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, uh, let's go to the break. When we come back, we got more. We're gonna get. Speaking of impeachment, we're gonna get Fat Donnie's uh, reaction, uh, latest reaction to 
the impeachment. Oh my God, it's so delicious and sniffly. And oh my God, we were so right about when he was at the UN. Oh, it's hilarious. We'll be right back. I call on Andras, Grand Marquis of Hell, provoker of discords, and upon Ronway, demon of forbidden knowledge, and upon Behemoth, archdevil of the Blasterlikes. I call upon Asmodeus, the destroyer, and Astaroth, friend of all the great lords of Hades. I call upon the many names of Prince Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. I demand an audience with his satanic majesty. Can you pick on Turn Up the Night? spoke to him. Well, we have to go to Matul. We're trying to locate Anne's father. She hasn't heard from him for some time. That's not a cool place to hit. I'm going to tell everyone that you're the one who's crazy. Demented, cruel, evil. <laughs> what exactly did my father die of, Dr. Minor? And the boat's crew, what happened to them? Well, what is about the dead coming back to life again and having to be killed a second time? Violence, fantastic legends, voodooism. Zombies. Voodoo's just superstitious horseshoe. Now, whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. I've seen it with my own eyes. said when the earth spit out the dead they will come back to suck the blood from the living i'm so scared we're not gonna make it off this island they're coming back to life they're everywhere the dead stand up and walk. But we're still gonna have a Halloween though, aren't we? Let's find out. What's in the basket? Open it, if you dare. I'm Ted Cruz. Basket case. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. 
He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet. That's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. It's going to be very interesting. All right, welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello there, Rain. Hi. Hi. Everything I say, it's it's a joke. Don't take any of it seriously. This is fine. So. Everything's fine. <laughs> I've been thinking of that meme all day, the little dog sitting with drinking his cup of coffee while everything is on fire around him. <laughs> this is fine. So, um, and of course, yeah, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Sometimes we call him Joe Scrantorsa. Oh, yes. And I'm still looking for basket case. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I understand that because things are busy there in Scranton because, you know, it's always it's a nonstop party. I ain't going to find it because the Scranton party don't stop. I'm either going to find it or reproduce it. I have it somewhere. Don't worry about it. No, I have the I have all the elements. I don't understand why I don't have what you used because I remember what it was. Yeah. Well, all right. So anyway. This, uh, as I said, this is going to be very interesting right now because I want to play the audio of Trump from uh, yesterday talking about getting impeached. And it is, to me, it is fucking hilarious. Um, because, A, he was lying a lot. <laughs> and, uh, B, we get a little bit Wait, of insight. Trump was lying? Wait. Yeah. Must be a day ending and why? Oh my goodness. Oh, I. Oh my God. I know you're shocked. Oh my God. Um, mm. But yeah, this is uh, uh, him talking about impeachment. Uh, it, this, this is also from the same presser where he was talking about Syria that we played earlier. And. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so listen to this. He's super, super sniffly, and we learn that we were, uh, what do we call it? Precient. Yeah, about that UN speech. Oh, we're close, close. Uh, Because I thought before he even got to the UN, he was, you know, somebody told him, you know, that he talked to Pelosi or whatever, that they were going to start impeachment proceedings. Well... If he is to be believed, he learned about it as he was walking in <laughs> to the UN, <laughs> which uh, to me is fucking delectable. <laughs> if it's true, if it's a lie, best lie ever. Um, but uh, I mean, because you remember how fucking low he was at that speech, how you know, just, uh, I mean, it, again, sounded like he should have been given that speech land on his side and bed <laughs> or under the bed or, or yeah under the bed you know through the hole in the sheet whatever um Curl. so <laughs> hole in the sheet holy crap Ken. Really? i know i know well it's okay if it's through the yeah. hole in the sheet 
Um, no. oh. <laughs> uh, that's an old upright citizens. You, that's an old upright citizens brigade bit from Comedy Central. Okay. I, I don't think you meant to say that on the night of um, Yom Kippur. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. Putting it out there. I don't. I don't even know the origins. I'm talking about the. It's okay if it's through the hole in the sheet. Uh, from uh, Upright Citizen Brigade. I don't think it had anything to do with. Uh, I don't. I don't Jewish think it did either. I'll shut up. Let's ignore everything All right. I said. All right. Oi, Gewalt. Anyway, here we go. Uh, Trump uh, uh, talking about impeachment yesterday. But. I- <laughs> It starts off. It starts off with a big inhale. How yeah. beautiful is that? Oh my God! All right, here we go. But I thought it was one of the. Uh, I thought it was a terrible thing, where he's going up, speaking as the president of the United States, saying things that I never said, and the meaning was horrible, and the whole thought was horrible. Yeah, I have no idea. And then the whistleblower, he did through his committee, through himself. He met with a whistleblower. They never said that. They never talked about it. And Nancy Pelosi knew all of this stuff. I mean, she's as guilty as he is because she knew all that. She knew everything about it. And she didn't do anything about it. And I'll tell you what, um, they should really be looked at very strongly because what they did is unthinkable. What they did to this country is unthinkable. And it's lucky that I'm the president because I guess, I don't know what, a lot of people said very few people could handle it. I sort of thrive on it. You know why? Because because it's so important that we get to the bottom. We went through the whole Mueller scam two and a half years. We went through that. And I had three, four days where it was like over. And then I'm walking into the United Nations. And they released it as I'm walking in, Mr. Ambassador. I'm walking in. I'm going to meet with... I won't name, but one of the top leaders of the world. Putin. And I see up on the screen and people start screening about this scam called impeachment. Screening. You can't impeach a president for doing a great job. You can't impeach a president for having the lowest and best unemployment (laughs) numbers that we've had in 51 years. You can't impeach a president for tax cuts and regulation cuts and creating, and even the ambassador would say, the strongest economy (laughs) in the world. We have the strongest economy in the world. This is a scam. And the people are wise no, to it. And that's no. why my polls went up. I think they said 17 <laughs> points in the last two or three days. No, I've never had that no. one. I've never no. had that one. That so I think it's very poll? sad for our country. I think it makes it harder to do my job. Well, <laughs> I think he was going to cry. cookies. Sounded like Butter he was going to cry. Oh, no. Oh, he's getting sad now. He's like watering in the eyes. Oh, and now he's running away. Oh, is he going to cry? Did you see that? He was totally going to cry. Oh, my God. You can't impeach a president for doing a good job. Well, thankfully, you didn't do a good job, so we can impeach you. Thank goodness. And honestly, I think that was the only complete sentence in that entire audio clip. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, I'm Fat Donnie, kidding. Sniffles aren't... I think that was the only complete sentence. Yeah, I was sni- listening. Sniffles, like, okay, sniffles... That one, that one, that yeah, one. sniffles are not grammatically correct uh, for no. punctuation. No. No. I mean, they could no. be considered dot, 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 
Ellipses? Maybe. <laughs> as, as Colbert says, da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even do ellipses. Yeah, he does like you know ten. You know, it's like he, he if he can't complete his thought in one tweet, he'll use up whatever is remaining. You know, to to put periods in there. Okay. Right. The thing is, is that nothing that he said there made any sense. Of course I did. Nothing he ever says makes sense. You know what? Here, here's the thing. That's you true. Can't, that's true. But I, I love this it one was particularly less sensical. He says you can't impeach a president for doing a good job. You can't impeach a president for, you know, uh, record unemployment numbers. Also, you can't get a speeding ticket for, you know, <laughs> not wiping your ass right. You know? But, you know, I'm really glad you brought that up because, no, when he says you can't impeach a president for record unemployment, nobody wants to impeach impeach a president for record unemployment. No, nobody wants to impeach a president for you know good job numbers. Nobody wants to impeach a president for all the good things. You can't give a speeding ticket to somebody to who didn't brush their teeth he's three times. Our country. You can't you can't give somebody a speeding ticket for not flossing. No, that's true. <laughs> but the, the, do do you see like the double negative that he did there? You can't impeach your president because of yada 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 this this and this. Right. Yeah, and, it, and the messed up thing about this is that you can impeach a president for record employment numbers, but nobody wants to. Because nobody wants to really impeach a president. You can't give somebody a speeding ticket for not eating all their vegetables. See, you, so you understand <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, his, we, yeah. His stupidity uh, is ridiculous. It, it's, it knows this, no this bounds. This whole idea, you can't impeach a president because of this, this, and this. We can impeach a president for wherever the fuck we want if we have that kind of people in, in the House and Congress. They impeached a president for a congressional or a, for an a, for a blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're doing here is we're trying to apply reason to human human logic. Yes. I agree. You, yes, yeah, logic right. to to a to a uh, sociopath. Yeah. And it's yes. never, you never can, can do that. No. You can't give yeah, a speeding ticket it, to somebody you're, you're, for coloring outside the lines. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, what's interesting about that is that Trump is out there, because he's a sociopath, saying you can't do this, this, and this because of the things that were given to me on a silver platter from the previous administration. And he's literally Obama. trying to say, yeah, thanks, Obama. He's literally trying to say, you can't impeach me because of the things that Obama gave also, me. That is also true. But yeah, I just uh, listened to that whole thing yeah. and the sniffle. It's making it hard for me to do my job, but I, I'm doing good no matter what. Jesus Christ. I love that, though. I love the visual of him walking into the United Nations and seeing that on a TV. Trump's getting impeached! <laughs> and I think it, it, if that truly is the case, now we know why his speech was, like, fucking so 
so just I don't even want to say low energy because that's what he says. Just decrepit. It was a decrepit speech. And they said to me, sir, and this was one of the top people in the UN. <laughs> the tip topiest army maybe, man. Maybe the, maybe the top person. Yeah. Tip top. And they said to me, they said, sir, sir, you shouldn't be impeached. Yeah. He's, oh he... God. What is it you want? He's falling. He's falling apart in front of, of our eyes, guys. What is it you want? Sorry, I, I just need to. I just need to play that Orson Welles clip because it's, it's talking I'm about sorry, someone's 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 de the the depths of his ignorance. What what is it you want, Trump? What is it you want? Nothing. In your depths of your ignorance, what is it you want? <laughs> the thing Mr. is, that I don't Mr. think Trump, Trump knows what he wants. No, I, honest to. Honest to God, I don't think he knows what he wants at this point. Yeah. He does not know what he wants. He wants to get away with whatever he thinks he did not do. Yeah. And that's to me, to me, that I think that's a really important point because Trump doesn't think he did anything wrong and now he's being persecuted and he feels like he should get away with whatever he did not do. So uh, I don't know why I, you know he no, should I he just should, blew he your should mind away. he should uh, ape the Ted Cruz line. Why am I persecuted? Uh, there but you go. Another thing we need to talk about real quick too um, is going back to the last show we talked about Trump uh, calling for China. I'm sorry, hiccup China to investigate China. Biden. And now we start, I played the Rubio clip last week. He's like, oh, he just did that to own the libs and the press, basically is what he said. And now we had uh, Jim Jordan, Jungle Jim, Mr. Rhythmic Slapping. <laughs> um, oh. By the way, how tall is he? I don't know, but I, I could roll him. Because he's <laughs> awful tiny in all those... Uh, Next to Matt Gates. Next to everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, so this this thing that, you know, with, with him saying, yeah, China should investigate. I mean, in in there were follow-up questions about that. There was detailed uh, details from Trump's little pea brain about how it should go about, why it should happen. And, you know, and, and we've got people like Jim Jordan. Oh, <laughs> he was totes joking. Are you that stupid you believed him? No. It's Trump cultists like you who are that stupid for believing him for anything he promised you other than abusing his position to, you know, I mean, everything he does is for himself. And for the Trump cultists to not fucking realize that, you know, that, that he hasn't been in it for himself from the get-go and they weren't going to get the wall and they weren't going to, you know, the coal jobs weren't going to come back. None of that was going to happen. All this was about was a consolidation of power for the Trump name. That's it. And the shit he did in the campaign, colluding with Russia, yes, the collusion happened. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough to, you know, uh, because they obstructed justice, so they probably, you know, destroyed a bunch of evidence Obstruction of justice is very real because they basically covered up the crime of conspiracy. I personally believe that. Uh, I don't think it takes a brain surgeon to realize that because once Trump got in office, he did the same fucking thing with Ukraine. And he's doing the same thing he said. Russia, if you're listening, 
China, if you're listening, same thing. Everything exactly. is about, it, it, you, again, engendering the Trump name, building up, consolidating power, every last thing. So, no, it, it, oh, <laughs> Oh my God! You to totally thought he was for real. He was. He was totally joking. I can get that. I get that. Well, his fucking joke sounded exactly like what he said on the phone with the president from Ukraine, and said, "Oh, but I need you to do me a favor, though." Prid foe yep. fucking quo Fo quid foe <laughs> quid. See not quid pro see, quo. You, you, you added a word there. Squid. Oh yeah, I added a word. Oh Thank you, God. Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> Oh, 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 but you added a word. Oh, so you... No, no, the word's there. So you admitted it is wrong because he said the word though. That's evidence right there. See, That's he evidence. He should have he, he baited him at that point. He should have said, what word? Though. Well, why is that that bad? Well, if he said that... And he said, well, he did. It's in the transcript. So he should have baited him. He should have. He should have kept going. That would have been awesome. That would have been epic. So, um, but anyway, yeah, so I, I definitely wanted to talk about that because I forget who else. Other people have come out and said he was joking, too. There's been at least three prominent Republicans who said he was joking, and I don't remember who one of the other Blunt. people were. R Roy Blunt. Oh, okay. Roy Blunt was one. Jim Jordan was another. And Rubio. Uh, Marco Rubio. Mm -hmm. you guys Those are the three I saw. Burn in hell. Every last one of you. Burn in hell for eternity. Makes me wish there was one for, for scum suckers like you. Uh, so, sorry. That's a little harsh. It's October. It's Halloween month. So, I have to say scary things. Uh, so... <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, go to the break a little bit early. By the way, um, I, I just it, if it hasn't been mentioned, uh, uh, I, I have not mentioned it on the show. Uh, I want to give out uh, my uh, condolences to Brad Friedman. He, his father did pass away uh, recently. He, there's a post over on the Brad blog about that. Uh, he has not returned to the broadcast yet. Angie Coiro and Nicole Sandler have been filling in for him, and there still has... Uh, it hasn't been a green news report, and I don't anticipate there being a green news report for at least a couple more weeks, uh, judging by the, the post he made on Brad blog. But uh, yeah, so we're all thinking about you, uh, uh, and we send the best to your mother and you and Desi and your extended family. Uh, you're a good son. You're doing right um, uh, by your family, and uh, we hope... Uh, uh, life can get back to uh, some semblance of, uh, you know, normal at some point. You know, it, it's tough. It's never easy. It's never easy. So, um, yeah. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This man's name is Adam Hebert. He lived in Chicago, Illinois. He now resides at the State Mental Hospital. We are saddened to tell you that this tragic condition was brought on when Mr. Hebert attended the world premiere of our triple nightmare of horror program, Indie Media Weekly. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show. Oh, let me get my volume up there. There we go. That's where it needs to be. And, of course, uh, uh, this is, uh, uh, again, the final segment of this Staycation uh, Tuesday edition. Uh, But I'll be on Staycation all week. It's fun. It's fine. Anyway, uh, this is fine. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, I'm going to throw a clip at you guys right now whilst I, uh, uh, do, um, do some Mad Lib action for everybody. Um, Pat Robertson, folks, he is beside himself over Trump's decision to, uh, you know, and again, everyone has their own different reason for this, right? Uh, for, for opposing Trump pulling out of uh, of Syria, pulling our troops out of Syria. And uh, Pat Robertson's is a little twisted, but he seems to be on the same page with a lot of folks. Uh, but when he... The, 
the end of the clip is what I really want people to uh, pay attention to. But listen, listen to this. Uh, I mean, but seriously, again, Pat Robertson, how did you think that a fucking reality TV show host was going to meet up to all of your expectations, you freak? <laughs> I mean, in your eyes, the man is a complete sinner, heathen, uh, you know, New York elitist scumbag. But you're like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, God. These people are so stupid. But yeah, Pat Robertson sounding real good lately, too, everybody. Um, looking looking he great. Sounds, he sounds spry. Oh, yeah. And lively. Looks like he, he, he kind of looks like he'd be face down in the soup with Wilbur. Um, so, <laughs> hey, Pat, would you like some soup? <laughs> I think he sounds spry. What's going on? This is room temperature Campbell's cream of celery soup, Pat. I think you're looking at it. Happens. Happens. All right, so here's Pat Robertson. Uh, Here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say right now, I am absolutely appalled that the United States is going to betray those democratic forces in northern Syria that we possibly are going to allow the Turkish to come in against the Kurds. That Erdogan is a thug. He has taken control of his country as a dictator. He is a strong leader, and to say he's an ally of America is nonsense. He is in for himself. And the president who allowed Khashoggi to be cut in pieces uh, without any repercussions whatsoever, is now allowing the Christians and the Kurds to be massacred by the Turks. And I believe, and I want to say this with great uh, solemnity, the President of the United States is in danger of losing the mandate of heaven if he permits this to happen. The mandate of heaven? Is he saying that Uh, Trump might not go to heaven? Well... Yes, well, yes, he did say that. He was but, strongly hinting. But <laughs> it was also after he excused, I don't know, the fact that he said the president let Khashoggi get executed. I thought Republicans in the GOP loved that. I thought he was I a cut- crazy, dirty socialist, and that was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what did, I did I miss? Did I mishear that part though? No, you didn't. Where he he did excuse the Khashoggi thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, and now, Robert. Yeah, now. Roberts. Robertson said Erdogan excused that with no no repercussions. All of a sudden, now a warning. But now it's exactly now a warning. <laughs> <clears throat> Hat tip, Stephanie Miller. God's not gonna like it. Now he might not get into heaven. Not because of Khashoggi, not because of all the kids being held behind bars at the border. Yeah. No, now it's because of the Christian Kurds. It's. I'm just surprised that he said those things about Trump. Oh, I, I'm, I am, and I'm not. I am and I'm not, because I think it comes down to, to, and and I I could be very wrong about this, but the Kurds are pretty close to the, you know, is the Israel, Mm -hmm. you know, that country there. I know the one you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I have a feeling that there's like a whole mish, mish kebab going on with that with the Kurds. And because the Kurds are Christian for the most part. And Israel and... Kasoji, you know, that... He was, he was a Muslim. We could sacrifice him. Oh, you yeah. know, the kids coming... The kids and the families coming up from the, you know, the South. Well, Technically, and- they're Christian, but they're brown. Well, they they accuse Khashoggi of being a a leftist as well. Yes. So, you know. But yeah, I thought that was quite... I saw that clip and I was like, really? Robertson's this upset now all of a sudden? I I really want to be hopeful and believing... I want to believe that what he is saying right now, I want to believe that he's finally waking up. I, I really do. Who? Pat Robertson. Robertson. No, you would I'm need a hopeful a, person. You would need a uh, uh, an exorcist for that. Oh. <laughs> so why do you why do you think he said it, Joe? <laughs> but yeah, what what do you think, Joe? Why do you think I mean, he said what that? You, said why that? do you think he said it? Um, I I I can't get his motive. I mean, I don't know. So, Could he so, genuinely selective outrage? Genuinely upset that there may be genocide? I I don't know. Or I is mean, it that heaven? Like, or is heaven like, did it have something to do with the the you know the Christian Kurds? Which I'm, even yeah, then I'm, it doesn't make sense. I'm having the same reaction I have when like Lindsey Graham came out and said that this was stupid and everything. See, I I can't take the guy seriously. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, it's bewildering to me when people like Pat Robertson or Lindsey Graham uh, say anything, t- you know, uh, criti- critical of, of uh, Orange Man because I, I can't take it seriously. I don't know. So, so I always look for another motive. You know, yeah. why the Kurds? Why is he upset about Kashobi? No idea. Because I don't has remember... He, has he been upset about the death of him before? I mean, but here's the other thing. If you go back and re-listen to that clip, he accused Trump of playing a part in the death of Khashoggi. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, at least he, he accused him of um, not... It, it, he accused him of uh, letting Erdogan off the hook for his role in Khashoggi's well, death and... So yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah. Right. So same, same, really. You know, which that's the part. That's the part of the whole clip that really blew me away. It was like, wow, he, yeah. he's talking about Trump and Khashoggi and his death. And yeah, that blew me away. Yeah, it was something that he brought that in there. You know. Yeah. You yeah, know, it was kind of weird. Oh, and you know what I should have done, especially because it's October. I forgot to play Pat Robertson's special jingle. Uh, here, here. This is a viewer who says, my house is haunted. <laughs> There's moaning coming from the walls. Lights turn on and off. The TV changes channels on its own. <laughs> the beds move. Stuff floats off tables. Mirrors break. And there's sometimes a creepy fog. The ghosts look like people but have dark blue light around their feet and hands. What do I do? Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> If it was me, I'd burn the house down and move on. <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> assuming you, you, you can't afford that, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think the Bible supports the concept of, of, of p people coming back to haunt houses and, and chains and all that stuff. You know, they're walking the halls because they were murdered and they're looking for uh, rest, rest and solace. But I do believe in demons. The Bible clearly says there's, de there's fallen angels and these demonic forces. And you need to get people to come Jinkies. and do an exorcism over that property and command those demons to leave. That's what you do. You can take authority in the name of Jesus. And if you can't do that, move. Would have been mine if it hadn't been to those meddling kids. You're right, Scoop. We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in demons. <laughs> <laughs> cool story bro <laughs> anyway uh yeah so uh, but no it, it, that, that was interesting i you know again i saw that and i was like we got we got to get that so all right uh we're gonna go ahead and uh make this a nice tidy ending on the show and uh get to our mad lib very appropriate for october uh this would be like a tidy whitey uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> will be, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe with a few chart stains, uh, from, from Trump. So, uh, oh, we haven't, we didn't play shark. Yeah. Play the shark clip once. Uh, now we have, so, all right, here we go. Uh, Mad Libs, AKA Mad Cons, what have you. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, we just have one for tonight. Uh, we'll start with Joe. I need the name of a male conservative. Uh, uh, Jim Jordan. Oh. Oh, hold on. I sp started spelling with a J. G-Y-M. G-Y-M. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. So, uh, Rain, put a, I need a, a jungle in front of that. Yeah, jungle. <laughs> uh, okay, so jungle Jim Jordan. Um, sure. And, uh, Rain, I need uh, a holiday. Oh, um, oh, there's so many. Okay, there a are. Pick, go do, do deep dive, go, go, go as deep as you can. I want to go with. I want to go with. I want to go with. I want to go. Oh my God! You see, this is a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, what is the title of tonight's? Oh, I can't tell you that. That'd, that'd take Gosh. all the fun out of it. Just oh, know it's um, spooky. Spooky. Oh. But don't go with Halloween. That'd be too easy. No, I'm not going to go with Halloween. I'm going to go with um, Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. All right, Joe, part of the body. Um, part of the body, prostate. Oh, All right. And rain, a school subject. Oh, um, physical hygiene. <laughs> physical hygiene. Some people flunk that. In other words, how to wash your bowls. Well, health class also. Health class, okay. Health, that's uh, health class. 
Uh, do you want health class or physical hygiene? Whatever works. Uh, uh, physical hygiene's written down. That's what it'll be. Okay. All right, Joe, last one. The name of a school. Trump University. Go, <laughs> Go Pricks. Go Pricks. <laughs> all right, all right. So I think I know where I need to go from here when we're when we're reading this so all right let me let me reset the music so i can get over to my uh um the place where i play other clips so here we go this is a scene from a horror picture to be read aloud by a male and female well i will be that male and that female girl oh, you're a transgender friend why well i wouldn't say that uh, no, no, no. I just I screwed up, didn't I? No, I don't think you screwed up. Um, uh, well, I, I guess. But anyway, a girl. Oh, Jungle Jim Jordan. Why did we have to come to this golden old castle? Boy, all the hotels were closed because of Palm Sunday. Girl. Oh no. <laughs> just look at that no. sign. It said. It says. The Howard Dracula Holiday Penis. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! Girl, uh, oh yeah, boy, here comes the bellboy for our fake Christians. Instead of luggage. Oh, okay. Girl, he is bent over and has a big vagina riding on his prostate. Oh, oh. That's boy. I think he is my old physical hygiene teacher from Trump University. Trump University, go pricks. Girl, watch out! He's throwing a filthy repu repulsive anteater over your head. Boy, no, no, he's just being crooked. Girl, now he's dragging you towards a bottomless depends adult diaper. Boy, oh. I was right. It's my old teacher. Help! Wow. So we were talking about Jim Jordan all along. Jungle yeah. Jim Jordan. Jungle Jim Jordan. Yeah. So, wow. Did I say Jungle Jim Jordan when I read it? I hope I did. I, I don't know, but that sounded like they were talking about Jungle Jim Jordan. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. All right, so there you go, everybody. That was my uh, fine reading of a fine <laughs> Mad Lib from the best of Mad Libs, 50 years of Mad Libs, given to me by Francie when uh, we were at uh, Rain and Bobber's Hullabaloo this past June. Yay, Hullabaloo! So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Jingles. Jingles, what do I need to do? Stop. I'm hitting stop. So, all right, yeah, so uh, uh, I appreciate everybody's patience with me this week because, again, staycation, it, th this is important. We're doing a lot of really uh, big things that have needed to be done for a while, but, uh, you know, I, just the time has not permitted. And the weather has not permitted, but uh, this week is going to be a nice, mild week, and... It's going to be nice for me to be able to work outside and not break into a sweat every two seconds. Or just, you know, walk yes. outside and I'm immediately drenched. So, um, 
I don't mind working up a sweat. I just don't like sweating all day. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, and, and Friday, uh, Miles, Michelle, and Adam, uh, towards the end of the show, will be on with me and Joe. So, because Rain, uh, wait, what do you got going on on Friday? My sister is finally coming into town. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, and you got to let me know what Matthew... Give, get to give Matthew his birthday present from Uncle Ken. Yeah. Some some Mego action. Yes. So, that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. So, anyway, I'll, I'll give you guys a slightly elongated parting shots tonight because we... Eh, Got about nine, eight minutes to go. So, um, uh, go ahead. Give us your thoughts uh, on this week, last week, whatever rain. Um, what do you want to? What do you want to say? Well, my parting shot really is one of those things where we talked about it in the show today about how so many of these people, from Jim Jordan to to Marco Rubio to. Um, <clears throat> Just a whole bunch of these freaking Republicans are saying that Trump is joking, right? He's joking about investigating China. He's this is all of a, it's all a joke. You don't have to take it seriously. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that he was actually on the phone with the with the president of Ukraine, saying, "I'll do this for you, but I want you to do something for me, though." Yeah. And so while they're all out there saying he's joking and you can't take him seriously, there is one person, there is one person in the Republican Party who is not saying he's joking. And that's Trump. Yeah. Trump has not once said that he is joking. Oh, he was asked. I think I saw uh, uh, a clip of uh, the press asking if he was joking and he refused to answer the question. Yeah. So my other parting shot is somebody else who doesn't joke about certain things is uh, Putin. Yeah. Earlier this week, when asked about, you know, is Russia going to interfere with our elections? He said, I'll tell you a secret. We'll definitely do it. Just don't tell anyone. I fucking so, hate him so bad. I kind of find this all messed up that the Republicans are sitting there. This is their defense. He is joking. He's not serious. When Trump is definitely serious about what he's doing, the same way that Putin is definitely serious about what he's doing, when Putin is actually the one turning around saying, I'm joking, but I'm really well, serious. And you know what I said? You know what I said back in the day when everybody said, oh, Trump was totally joking about Russia investigating Hillary. And then they immediately did, or, or they, they yeah. immediately hacked the, the DNC. Um, the, the thing that I, I said jokingly, that I was actually joking about, is, well, the one thing that Vladimir Putin and, you know, the Russian heads of state are known for is their, um, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a affinity for American humor that's yeah said with a straight face. You know, so yeah, I'm sure China, China, if you're listening, I'm sure they were like, ha ha ha, funny joke. No, they were like, oh, that's, that's the license to do this. Let's go for it. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I mean, the China, when he said that about China, that was the Russia, if you're listening 
Absolutely. He's doing it again, except now he is in office. <clears throat> I don't think uh, I don't think uh, the um, Chinese government is nearly as sinister when it comes to interfering with our elections as Russia. No, because, they don't have to be. Yeah. So, uh, but because Russia's broke ass fucking country for being such a big country. Yes. Uh, China, no. You know, they're like the same no, size China as China right now. Here's the other thing. I mean, China right now is like, look, somebody in the NBA spoke out badly against us. Guess what, NBA? Fuck you. Bye. I mean, China is has got way more money than Russia does. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is that <clears throat> all of these people, all of these Republicans who are out there pretending that or faking pretending that Trump is just making a joke. You know what? You y'all y'all are an American. I don't know who you are, but you, it's just it's not a joke. Yeah, get Trump the fuck isn't out. joking. He is not joking. He is there's very few times when he said he's joking. He's not joking about this. It's my parting shot. All right. Joe, well, first of all, tell us what we what we're in store for uh, on the Tim Cormel show tonight at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern. Well, the clown car will be unveiling the new security system we've developed. Uh, Moats are us. Oh, you don't and, say. Uh, yeah, 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 and we have several several models depending okay. on your your budget. So maybe some uh, add on features. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yes. all right. There's, there's a there's a whole variety of uh, of features and uh, and like I said, plans to fit your budget. So uh, oh, listen to that's that. Excellent. That's perfect. You yes. know, I was looking yes. for maybe some small to mid sized reptiles for my mode. Uh, to tell you what, I'll tell you about one we have. We one one plan we call the Mitch, and it's uh, filled with snapping turtles. So, oh, you know, that'll that'll yeah. get you right in the dick. Yes, it will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> <laughs> You'll feel like a Peroni. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Wayne. So, uh, <laughs> bloody <Ouch>, Peroni. better. <laughs> <laughs> <Ouch>, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you you know, just listen in there, and you might want to enroll. You know. Yeah. We yeah. have. We have a uh, 24-hour, uh, you know, uh, uh, surveillance. Not not sure. 24 hours in a row, but you know, 24. Yeah. A- any 24 during a week. Boy, I'll tell you what, the snapping turtles—that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the, the Mitch. That's the Mitch. I heard that makes a very good soup. Uh. Oh, oh I. I let I me, don't know about. Let me tell you about soup. <laughs> or Mitch McConnell soup. I can. I can snapping turtle I would, soup. I, I'll have to call you about 5 a.m. because it's way past my bedtime to talk about soup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about he snapping really, turtles. He like, really trailed off there. You okay, Wilbur? He did. He's, well, it's late. It's, uh, it's just almost 10. So, yeah. you know, he's trailing yeah. off. So, all right. 
All right, so what what else, Joe? You got a couple more more minutes before we go. Uh, you know, um, I, I see that Bernie Sanders is planning to cut back his um, his uh, campaigning quite a bit. Yes. So I think yeah. this was much more serious than they were yeah. letting on. I really hope he's well, okay. Well, it was. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Guys, did I miss? Did I mishear it that he actually had a heart attack? Oh, he had like a, a heart attack. A couple of days before he went into the hospital. They, they denied it initially. You They're know, con- they said he did confirmed. not have a heart attack. It's but they, it. yeah, when he was released, they confirmed it. Yeah. Yeah. There, and, there's and, no hiding you know, that. No, there's no hiding that. And, and he he said he had tonight. He said he had a. A visit with his cardiologist, and he will be drastically cutting back his travel and campaigning. It doesn't bode, you know. It, it doesn't sound well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and and the continuation of his, I, I can't see how he's going to be able to continue to to uh, you know campaign. He's got a lot of money, so yeah. I don't expect him to drop out. Uh, because that's that'll keep him in the game because yeah. he could spend a lot of money on TV and stuff. But I just don't see him out on the hustings anymore that much. Yeah. Well, we shall see. We shall see. I so, want him to get healthy. Um, I, I think that's the important part, Rain. Yeah, and I, I don't absolutely. want him to to. St- I will be honest with with y'all. I don't want him to stay in the race because he feels like he needs to stay in the race if it comes at a cost for his health. Yeah. I did hear I did hear the audio of him and he, yeah. I understand it. He sounded tired. He sounded really tired. It's not an easy job for, for anybody, you know. Uh, he's not a young man. No. <clears throat> no, he's he's seventy eight and, and let's face it, uh, he said he was stupid and he said how he, he um ignored symptoms for yeah. a month or more. So I think I think it's it's been a scary thing for him. And uh, you know, oh. this isn't—it isn't worth it. It no. isn't worth your, your well, you know. And we'll see—we'll see what his final decision is too. But um, uh, but anyway, uh, we we got to wrap things up. I want to say God bless Jimmy Carter, uh, oh. uh because he was out uh, building house. Stamina. He was ninety-five years old after having a black eye and fourteen stitches. Ninety-five years old. Out working with Habitat for Humanity, building homes. Holy crap! Uh-huh. Holy yes. crap! Well, you could see Donnie doing that, right? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I have a. I, I got a. I got a drop or two or three for that uh, first one. I don't think so. No, and uh, how many hours would he spend there? Zero. Yeah, there you go. I was just going to say, how many homes do you think he'll build? (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Zero. Bless, bless, bless Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Because if they asked Donnie, Donnie, could you do it? Could you go out and do it? He'd say, can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do it. Do I have a can't do it drop? John... Jimmy, uh, Donnie couldn't go to church. He couldn't fall down and recover from a, a oh, black yeah. eye with stitches. Can't do it. There's Can't nothing do it. he could do that he could recover from that Jimmy Carter has recovered from, including brain cancer yeah. and a broken yeah. hip and, and falling on his face. I, just, Jesus. And had Jimmy, pancreatic cancer. 
Yes, Jimmy Carter is a goddamn national hero. And drank orange juice straight from the jug in his tidy whities. Uh huh. <laughs> Did I tell that story on the show? I don't know. I don't know if it was off the air or on there, but yeah, I I knew a guy who was in a band who dated one of Jimmy Carter's granddaughters who stayed at Jimmy Carter's <sighs> house and. Jimmy Carter got up in the middle of the night and walked downstairs in his tidy whities walked to the refrigerator, opened up the fridge, grabbed the OJ, took a big slug, put it back, went back to bed. God bless him. I love I know. him. Isn't that awesome? That I mean, that's the story they told. I, and of course, I'm not mentioning names of the granddaughter or the, the guy who was in the band, but I think it's safe to say. I don't think Jimmy Carter would be upset if I told that story. So, um... See. Anyway. God bless Jimmy Carter. With coming down in the kitchen in your tidy whities and uh, you know having something to drink. Uh, I've done. I've done Nothing the same. Wrong with that. I've done the same. I've except I, I wear boxer briefs, so you know I, well, you I don't. Could I don't walk do the around in your Lucy Gooseys. Sure, your Lucy Gooseys, your what's a who's it's, uh, your golden sheaths, yeah. whatever you have. <laughs> but still, that's awesome. It is. The boys it have is. support. I don't care. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't do boxers. Um, so, uh, but anyway, all right. Um, uh, that's it for me. I, I don't really have a parting shot other than um, I just want to keep saying things positive at the end of the show for everybody, and that is uh, be good to one another. Be good to yourselves. Give yourself a little treat. Be creative. Take a walk. Uh, play outside. Do whatever you want. Pet a kitty. Pet a puppy. Or a monkey, yeah. or a gerbil, whatever kind of animal you want. Hey, give a give a little little snuggle to a snake. I don't care. Just as long as you're being good to somebody, being good to yourself, and being good to the everybody else around you. Because this Trump cult is all-consuming selfishness and ugliness, and we all need to be better than that, even in the smallest ways. So, uh, amen, yeah. brother. Amen. And happy October, spooky month. We'll be back on Friday uh, with the Mike Jack I'll Radio see you all on Tuesday. And Rain will be back with us in a week. So, nighty okay, night, okay. folks. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! What's in the basket? Open it, if you dare. I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> basket case.